Welcome to the podcast, where three childhood friends from a small town who had nothing to do but watch movies. That's where we had the most fun then, and we're still having fun now. You are listening to Fans on Film. Disclaimer, we are not singers. Gonna hurt like hell when it does. My Janie died. Well, my kids are all grown up. I had that luxury. You, you got domestic responsibilities. Domestic responsibilities? Yeah. You gotta take care of my daughter and those little girls. That's gotta be your first priority now. Well, you, you figured that might have slipped my mind, huh, Deal? Just needed to be said. So, hey, you'll come through. Because you're a man. Like I said, Dana, Beth, you wouldn't they? He said you got yourself a real old school man there. Like they put her in a bag. What's that? That's what Katie looked like when I saw her in the mark. Like they put her in a bag and then they beat the bag with pikes. Well, I don't know. Janie died in her sleep. All due respect, but there you go. She went to sleep. She never woke up. Peaceful. You don't need to talk about Janie. My daughter was murdered. They put a gun to her. As we stand here, she's on an autopsy slab getting cut open by scalpels and chest spreaders, and you're talking to me about domestic fucking responsibility. Is my daughter in there? Is she in there? Is she in there? Hey, hey, take it easy. That's the father. Is my daughter in there? Motherfuckers, is that my daughter in there? Is she, is she in there? Sean, is that my daughter in there? Is that my daughter in there? No, 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 no. Ah, no. Oh, God. Oh, God. No. Imagine actually how hard it would be to the heavens for Sean Sean Penn to do that. Yeah, I reckon it must be all improvised, too. (laughs) No, No, it's all in the script, man. Clint Eastwood's like, keep rolling. Keep rolling. Like, (laughs) cut. You missed missed my daughter in there the fifth time. (laughs) You missed that part. He only has two takes, though, the motherfucker. I feel like, as an actor... Those takes you do over and over and over. Well, not even that. It's probably just one big take, but it's all the energy you're exerting. Exer- you probably don't even know what you're saying half the time. It's all about like being in that emotional state. He's probably just mm. saying the same thing. He's more focusing on the anger side of things. He was in character the whole time. Anyway, Mystic River, 2003, Clint Eastwood film. The theme is coming of age. And Tony, we discussed this earlier, but this is already, this movie is more like already of age. This is like the after effects of their coming of age yeah, story, I which up. is I forgot. Oh, I haven't <laughs> seen this movie in like eight to ten years, and I thought it had more to do with the kids at the start. You know, I like half barely. and half, like you know, like it had half children, mm. half adults. But maybe because it's so yeah, impactful, I was, that moment. I was led to believe that there was more flashbacks. This yeah. is more like coming in under age than coming of age, really. Yeah. What coming in under age? Yeah. The ending? Come on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Makes sense. And the start. <laughs> yeah, well, it's pretty fucked up start with the uh, whole priest shit. Is that what Clintus was trying to do is to tell them that these guys are priests or some shit? Well, yeah. Um, At least religious. I watched Taxi Driver on the weekend. Fucking good movie. At, at the cinema, Tony. You shouldn't mention that. At the yeah, cinema. at the cinema. I tell you what happened, Jealous. though. There's like, it was half empty and you know, you're assigned seats now. And I was like there first, theater. and this guy sits right next to me because he's assigned. <laughs> and like 10 minutes in, you'd think you'd just move because it's half empty anyway. He didn't move. Mm. And what I didn't want to be rude, and I didn't want to move because I feel like, oh, what's wrong with me? <laughs> like, why is this guy moving from me? You know what I mean? Maybe but he thought the same is. thing. 
The Arnie. irony is, oh, Tony, the irony is the the character Rob De Niro plays Travis in Taxi Bickle. Driver. Yeah, Travis Bickle. That's the kind of guy who would despise and like try to kill at the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, in um, Taxi Driver, Harvey Cartel plays a pimp. And in the script, yes. is meant to be a black pimp. But Scorsese is like, no, nah, no. Nah, like, I don't want this people to think that this is race, like, race-related. Okay. So, why would Chris want to put religious spin on this uh, molestation thing? It makes emphasis to it. Like, the, the ring with the cross, like, glimmers, and then the guy's cross glimmers as well. Like, yeah, what's he trying to say? Advert. It's just You're a big to... thing in Boston. Do you remember um, yeah, that true, movie actually. Spotlight with Mark Ruffalo and Leif Schreiber? Michael Keaton. And Michael Keaton, yeah. That was happening, like, that was happening in real life at this time in 2003. Damn. So, it's so crazy, I like, think- the families let it happen, in a sense. It's, it's, it's funny, Keaton was actually Called cast shut as the fuck up and go Kevin Bacon's character as well. Yeah, he replaced him last minute. Apparently, there's a big dispute between Clint Eastwood and Michael Keaton. And then, like, Kevin Bacon was a the guy they bought in last minute to replace him. It's a good choice. It's a good emergency choice. Because he always delivers, right? <laughs> this is the second time we've seen him as a cop. He's also a bad a- cop. <laughs> he's a good cop. In both. No, what do you mean? Sorry, he's he a good cop to in kill this one. Walk free. He's a good cop in this. He had good instincts. Yeah, but he's also like, hey, Jimmy, it's all right, bro. No, <laughs> that's like the bond they made as child children. That's what's no, happening. I feel well. like it, I feel like he's gonna get, bust him eventually once he gets the evidence. Because he needs evidence. No, no, he needs hard evidence. Yeah, but so no one talks in this city, especially when the new kingpin's in town. I is don't he think kingpin? they're going to get any information. He's just like a thief, He's right? going to be. He no, just knows people. No, he's on the rise now. Because of the this wife like just really his talking, yeah, yeah, yeah. talking him up. Well, he's already got the reputation already. Like, he already had that in the bag at one point. Oh, and then- And yeah, he already right. has, he's, like, a gang. Yeah, his daughter kind of made him go straight. That's right. That's right. That was a big motivation for 19 for years. Yeah. Or whatever this it was, movie, probably yeah, 17 okay. years. Who is this movie for? What's it trying to say? It's trying to say- that if you get molested, the whole world's going to turn against you, including your wife and your friends. <laughs> and you're pretty often just dying instead of escaping. That's what I got from it. <laughs> right. Pretty fucking. It was a pretty depressing ending. I'll tell you what. Because but, you'd want to think that, like, at least there's if there's a message, at least maybe, or an anti-message, right? Like, you're meant to be like, oh, okay, this character succeeded. And then you obviously make a judgment call on whether that was good or bad. But this was just like a nothing thing. Very it's a very good movie, though. Black hole-ish. It's a good movie. Hell yeah. Performances are the best thing about it. Except for that, like, that quote. The scene there was the weakest scene, I think. What, the part where he finds out his daughter dying? Yeah. That's, but that, that's believable. I found that believable. Dude. <laughs> Actually, that wasn't his Oscar clip, though. The Oscar clip was when he's talking to the father-in-law. That was the, Why isn't the Oscar clip no. always them... I feel like it's always chill, I th- no, the Oscar clip. Tony, okay. I think the Oscar clip was when he was with Tim Robbins, because they're both Oscar winners. I, I, I saw the Oscar too. clip, mate. Yeah, I did know that, yeah. yeah, yeah Tim, Rob- Tim Robbins was- and Sean Penn on the porch at the funeral. That, that's that, the Oscar that's, clip. That was Tim Robbins' that's Oscar, Oscar clip. Not- no, that's Good. both for him. No, it's not. I, I, I know. Sean Penn's was different. Tim, are you serious, Tony? Shut up, bro. You don't know what you're talking about. Tim Robbins' scene where he got his Oscar was when he's in the dark with his partner Talking about the wolves and the yes, vampires. Yes, I'm talking about the actual Oscar clip. We're not 100. saying that, Tony. We're saying why they gave him the Oscar. I'm not saying like little highlight clip. Oh, well, of course, bro. You can pick any every scene they're in. Like Tim Robbins or Sean Penn, they're bringing it a thousand percent. Well, who do you think's better then? Uh, you have to give one the Oscar. Who would you give it to? I'll probably give it to Sean Penn. I think Tim Robbins has a harder job because he has to no, like, play so, like because he has to play so much conflict in himself. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, Tony. The thing is. 
like one is playing natural, like more like you can relate to Sean Penn's emotions and like, okay, I can see a father doing that. Yeah, so he, which is he, easier, he has, bit, right? he has a bit more. No, it's harder because you know what to expect. But with Tim Robbins, you can do what the hell he wants because you can just say in your back of your mind, oh, yeah, no, he was molested. That's why he's acting weird in this scene. There's always like a safety net for Tim Robbins because mm. you, you, you don't know where he's coming from. You never were molested. You can, you can picture a very close loved one dying and you can like, okay, I'll act that angry and that, you know, distressed. Yeah, I feel like it's, it's, but, a, it's a showier part, the um, Sean Penn's one. I think they both have their moments to shine. But no, this movie was crazy. I remember the first time watching this, and it was not long after I watched Shawshank Redemption for the first time, because I was like on a huge Tim Robbins kick. Tony, you know about getting on kicks with actors. Remember your uh, Norton. <laughs> Edward Norton? Yeah, because yeah. I watched <laughs> what, American History X, Fight Club, Rounders, all the in score. succession. I'm like, holy crap, this guy can do no wrong. You did and I watched score. Uh, it- Leaves of Grass. Hulk. No, no, Leaves of Grass. Is that it? <laughs> No, it was like a cowboy it was like a gay, movie. Yeah, gay cowboy. I thought the, it was Leaves the Valley of or something. Like that. Oh no, it was very it was bad. bad. I was like, what is this movie? <laughs> Some indie shit. Yeah, we do that all the time. But yeah, no, I just remember this movie when I first watched. Like, oh, this movie shit. Like, I because America's because Tim Robbins didn't really have a big part. Like, he was a pretty major part of about it, but he's not in many scenes. It's more of a Sean Penn movie. This one, which I liked, though, because. But I mean, the, mo- the movie has its flaws. It's Probably too over long. Yeah, way too long. Two and a half hours. Maybe, yeah, maybe. I know. I, I I enjoyed it. But I did watch it in two sittings. Maybe that's why I didn't get fatigued. Yeah, exactly. So I watched it in maybe, three actually. As like a maybe in a mini series, this might do a bit better. You well, definitely could book drag it out as well. For six based episodes. on a book, apparently the book's pretty good. But speaking of Oscars and stuff, this is like classic Oscar bait movie, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's so crazy, but they have such a killer cast as well. Like the two supporting ladies that. The wives, Marcy Gay Harden and Laura Linney, they're like top tier actresses. Oh man, like the, fuck, Marcy Gay Harden, it, her yeah. in the mist. She should have won an Oscar for that for that movie. In the mist, <laughs> well, even in this dude, she's, even in this, yeah, she's perfect in this. She should have. She's probably better than anyone else, to be honest. Who plays the best wife? Probably um, Celeste Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the work wife. Work I wish husband. I could take that joke, but actually, Lawrence Fishburne said that joke <laughs> when he said oh, he had nice. a big smile on his face. He's like, "I play uh, Kevin Bacon's wife in this one." <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty much it, though. They're the parents. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Everyone has a pair, and that's his pair. And that goddamn that wife at the end of the movie that Kevin Bacon re- reunites to. Who the hell is that? Dude, that they should cut that storyline altogether. I do not care. You just about- hire someone with a bit of. Like talent, because that no, girl was speak for half hot. the bloody she movie. Hot. Like every time, did she even speak at all? Oh no, at the very, very end, she might have said something like, "Okay, I'll come." She's on like, now. she did speak. I'm sorry. No, she's too. like, "Oh yeah, your daughter's name is Nora." But she didn't speak like in the an last scene. Coming actress, and you know all these people are supposed to be mid thirties as well. Apparently, all these actors, mm. also characters, all the characters are supposed to be mid thirties. Right? Fucking how crazy is that? Oh no, but as you said, it's pretty like somber movie. Like, but it's funny though the ending. It kind of works out to be like one friend gave up on Dave and one friend didn't. It's like obviously Kevin Bacon's character had faith that he didn't kill anyone, like didn't kill Katie. And then the flip well, side- Well, he had the like, evidence. No. He's, like, he's like, okay, this gun is linked to this killing. No, but Tony, he there's a lot of time, like a lot of moments you could have pursued that area. Like even his partner's like, why aren't you like chasing this lead down? Like, yeah, no, he's he even said, like, if, if it's like if it turns out to be him, like, I'm, I'm the, the cuffs to come off my belt before it comes off yours. First. Yeah, that's, he's saying that because he, he still believes in him. That's why. 
don't so think he really they don't even know it. each other anymore. I don't think he believes Realistically, it. the only person who, who lost was Dave. Yeah, lost big time. Twice. Like, that's why the movie's <laughs> weird for me, actually, because no one lost. Like, I mean, well, Dave lost, but he, he didn't do anything well, wrong. So did Katie. Katie lost. I think a lo- this movie's a full of losers. I think the- even Jimmy lost, really. He lost his, like, like innocence in a weird way because, like, his daughter kind of gave him that back. Not innocence, just like he's well, not like, like morality, I, I guess, know. right? Morality, yeah. So he, got, he had a bit of morality to himself. Daughter died, and he kind of, like, you know, hardened himself, like, I killed Dave for no reason. And then, of course, his, his wife real was like, fuck yeah, that was hot as hell. It was like, your love, yeah, like your love for your family, grab. like, you can't, you can't be wrong. You That's insane, by the love. way. <laughs> yeah, she's so nuts. And I really wish that they had cut it. the last 30 minutes of this movie and then just, I liked like, it. Simp- they should have ended it with, was it? I liked you, it. With Jimmy or Sean Penn, like, just walking down this same street where Davey died, I feel like, died, yeah, that, that was a nice conclusion. They could have just ended it. With the scene with them in the street, I think. Yeah, that's what Tony's talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's that's the ending. And also, yeah. <laughs> I wish that they hadn't shown the flashback about uh, Tim Robbins killing that guy. Or well, you prefer well, to be ambiguous. Yeah. I mean, but they still find the body. They go, oh, they found the body of that guy behind the bar. And then you go, shit. Okay. No, I feel like Clint Eastwood really hates like child molestations or well, molesters, and he's like, "Fuck this!" Yeah, I actually liked it this. when he was beating a pedophile. Yeah, like it feels good. Like, yeah, get- actually, was he actually molesting a boy? It's actually quite it, interesting. Was it like Tony, a if you think it, yeah, I think it was a hooker. That's what I got vibe from. Like, like it was like- it was all consensual. It was more, but he's that? still a pedophile because he had like pre. Oh, he had, he had prize. prize. That's right. Yeah, so but he's still moment- a pedophile. But that moment, no, that was more consensual. Blee J given. Yeah, like, okay. But children can't give consent, so it is right. No, he got, he yeah, didn't no, look, didn't look that young though. It's definitely of age, the actor. It doesn't matter, but I'm just saying it's more interesting that Shorty reckons he doesn't want to see a pedophile get his comeuppance. He might yeah, prefer he, pedophiles to get away with it. No, I'm just saying it takes away from the story. <laughs> what do you mean? I think it was good. I, I wanted to see. I wanted to get no, but I'm saying facts. okay. What I'm saying is, if the start of the movie, you know, he says Tim Robbins says, "Oh, I was a mugger," and then he says, "Oh, maybe it was a." A pedophile, but it was a, a mugger, and then you know, then that ambiguity is there. And then at the end, he says, "No, it was a pedophile. I killed a guy." But I don't need the flashback. I'm not an idiot. Yeah, but I like to see the pedophile get his comeuppance. But the thing is, too, it also raises the tension a little bit because you'd see that in fact he had nothing to do with Katie's death. Even though so we get the, the, so. the dumb movie goers, like there's, we move all doubt. Yeah, exactly. That's what I think. I think the tension is fine between the two already. No, I, I liked it. I like to see, and you see more emotion out of um, Tim Robbins. So, like, you see him like getting, and also get justifies his death more too. Seeing him that angry and killing someone, because like you feel less bad for him dying, because he's more of a dangerous society now. Seeing that side of him, because yeah, he is. Right. He's wow. I really think that we uh, we took very different things from this movie. I think. Well, I felt so sorry for Dave, but at least we see like there's a reason. There's a silver lining in the cloud, at least. Sorry, the silver lining is you him murdering someone. You think going to kill more pedophiles, Shane? What's this fucking Dexter? I'm not saying- I reckon <laughs> it's sad as fuck. I hated how he he's died. He's going to prison. Felt- Dude, if he, if he lived, he was going to prison because they found the body. He was fucked. Nah, they've got to hide the- He hate the body. The body's in the Mystic River too, I reckon. No, they no it's in the, the back of the bar. That was a bit uh, shoehorned too, that like title. But there must be like a Boston thing because I've never heard of Mystic River before. I think, it, I think there was a river. Actually, I should Google that. Must- I must be a staple. Hey, Tony, so so Sean Penn, right? Yes. Did you deserve an Oscar for this, or would you retroactively give it to him for Cleto's Way? Well, this is a lead-in. 
the other one's supporting. And there's no, no, he yeah, des- yeah. definitely deserves his Oscar. Or I've, I looked at the, nom- the nominees, and the only person that comes close to him is Johnny Depp from um, Parts of the Caribbean. Nah, because that is right an, he creates an iconic character there, big time. Yeah, no, but it's more entertaining and fun. They don't give Oscars to that. I don't know. You need someone dying at the end. How many sequels did Jimmy Jimmy Markham have again? Two. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You didn't have any any sequels, eh? Yes. Yeah, but actually, I feel like this movie was made for a sequel too. <laughs> Wait, what like, would yeah, you I, think whole... I think it's the prequel to Daredevil. <laughs> Could be. Except that Jimmy's like a. Wait, what's dude. that big guy's uh, name Kingpin. in the Ben Stiller movie? It's Kingpin, right? <laughs> yeah, Kingpin. So he killed Jimmy Markham, and that's he's like a big boss. And now he's the Kingpin, and then Daredevil comes along. Man, I tell you who aged really poorly though, Sean Penn. We mean like, like look wise or just the choice in movies? Both. <laughs> I feel like nineties. Like so, watch the game. And watch Mr. Grill, seven years difference. He looks like he aged like 15, well, I, 20 years. I feel like he's buffed up a bit too. He put oh, bro, he's on. fucking yoked in this movie. He must yeah, be that one scene. He, he slimmed down for milk, I guess, when he won the Oscar for that. <laughs> well, is he a back-to-back? Like, is he, is he like a duo Oscar winner, is he? Yeah, he's, he's got two Oscars. Are you joking? Seriously? Fucking oh. hell. He's not that good of an actor. Yeah. <laughs> But even I am Sam too. Like, how fucking crazy is that? Like, he's definitely gone for the Oscars, isn't he? Was Brad? that before this or after? <laughs> I am Sam's 2001, so. So, yeah, this is after. So, he bounced back. Thank God. I don't think he bounced back. I'm like, I just feel like. <laughs> what do you think that would really hurt his career? I reckon, well, I don't think it hurt his career, but I think it hurt his uh, chance of getting an Oscar because, like, he's trying too hard for it. But Yeah, true. I guess your first one's always the hardest, though. But no, I had a lot of fun with this movie. It's a lot better than I expected it to be. Should we talk about how much of a coward, pussy bitch Tim Robbins' wife was? What? Like, just, uh, just, what was the miscommunication? She actually thought that he killed yeah, but- Katie. Yeah, that's what she thought. Yeah. All he did was lie to her. That's all he did. No, she, she threw her husband to the wolf's bro, knowing full well what would happen if she did it. Yeah, she was wrong. Yeah, and that's what the end of the movie where she's like tears in her eyes, like yeah, like she I knows she up. what she did, and like, she knows she knows, he's, like, she knows he's dead too. It's yeah, but it's, it's like whose fault is it? It's not, I know it's literally Jimmy's fault, but um, if she didn't say anything, he would have been alive. Yeah, so it's like butterfly effect shit. I know he took it pretty well though. Like you should have. What did he say at the very end of the movie? <laughs> what did he say? Should have been faster. <laughs> he said like something like uh, he's like, oh yeah, we found the killer. He's like, oh, if only you were quicker or something. No, if only you were faster. <laughs> He did. I oh, know. <laughs> you, you seem depressed, Tony. Well, it was a very. So- like, I'm just thinking about um, Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Fucking, yeah. he had a kid when he's 67 years old. That's the last time he had a kid. He was 67. Gun. I'm trying for a kid now. I'm fucking <laughs> 29. <laughs> I've got nothing. Shooting this blanks, must huh? be Yeah. Well, I wonder what his secret is. So is that but Tony? Real? He doesn't have any stress in life. Really, he's been like a movie star. What sixty probably sixty years probably started moving when he was seven years old or something. So that's an easy life. You're a baller maker, bro. You got all these welding fumes going yeah. into your testicle sack and shit. Fucking You're, making your sperm dumb. You basically you know, poisoned your semen, mate. Mm. <laughs> but do you think it's mental stuff as well? Like Sam reckons there's nothing stressed any, about it. Like, the stress it can cause sperm to swim backwards or something. I don't think that's true. Yeah, okay. I think so. that's true. I don't think there's anything like that. Well, they swim backwards inside your asshole or something. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> fucking no. Yeah, fuck. Assuming away from your fucking... Anyway, so <laughs> how do you guys like all their Boston accents? Oh, I think it's Boston. They're trying from to... Boston. Yeah, it's quite dramatic, that's for sure. Do you like it, Tony? I thought that wasn't over the top. Like, watch The Parted. Holy crap. That's worse. Yeah, true. Well, even Lawrence Fishburne sounds good. Whitey Powers, his name is, but <laughs> yeah, Agony sounds good. He's he actually a, a white guy in the book as well, and they call him Whitey. Fuck the book, bro. You can fuck about the book. Yeah, sounds like an Irish nickname. Mm. Just like Red. Fucking um, sucks. Yeah. You know Lawrence Fishburne? Fucking- Yeah. I know of him. Do you think Morpheus fucked his career up, even though it made his career, but also like hindered it? Uh, why is that? Why do you why do you say that? Because every time I see him, I'm like, oh, that's Morpheus. Not like I don't say. Oh, oh you mean it's like the the Harry Potter Daniel Radcliffe? Thing. It's like it's too iconic. Well, the thing is, pre pre Matrix, like you just know him as Larry Fishburne. Like you watch him in, you don't see Morpheus at all, but everything post. You can't speak to that Matrix. at all, Shane. What do you mean? If you watch um, King of New York, bro, you don't see Morpheus. No, there. I'm saying. Well, I actually know. Like, I said, oh, yeah, that's young Morpheus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even think young Morpheus, bro. I think like, damn, he's killing. He's actually a really good looking dude back then, too. Like, he had a lot of pizzazz. What's that movie he does with Jeff Goldblum? Deep Cover. <sighs> Deep Cover. Yeah, he's. Fu- How's that Morpheus at all, bro? Well, I haven't seen that movie. How do you see Morpheus in him? Maybe when he has, like, less hair. That's probably when you see it. Yeah. When he's receding. But, you well, know, Morpheus is a post, powerhouse. Post right? Matrix, then. Like, what has he really done? That's good, good. Like character, even work. Hannibal, even Hannibal, you get like Morpheus vibes, eh? <laughs> uh. You'd like Hannibal, wouldn't you, Shorty? No, I think it's boring. Do you think as Morpheus is more of a character? Like the thing of like Tom Cruise, Keanu Reeves, like their iconic characters are pretty much themselves, right? But Morpheus mm. is like actually like you know very deep, like slow, like not slow, but the way he talks is like very um, punctual. And- yeah, yeah, it does do a bit of an inflection. What's with you in, like, talking about other movies, bro? You broke down Taxi Driver. You're breaking down The Matrix. <laughs> no, I'm saying uh, Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I think it is? I think it's also probably direction as well. Because people go, you know what was really famous? Inglorious Bastards. Christoph Waltz, can you do that again? Mm. And then they go, hmm. But they, could that be lack of talent? That's all he's got. I don't know. I haven't really seen- I wish I had exactly. seen some more Christoph Waltz movies- like that Ma- are pre-Inglorious Bastards. I'd have to like look, look at some. Mads Mikkelsen, he's way more talented than- um, Than Hannibal, yeah. From- yeah. Yeah, the guy who plays Hannibal, the- than Christoph Waltz, I think. Yeah, he's way- He's much more call. dramatic. He's also in a but- very good video game as a villain. It's cool. Yeah, because like, think about it. That's, that's another back. That's another um, duo Oscar winner too. Like, he's got two Oscars, Christoph Waltz, doesn't he? Yep. Both for Tarantino. Tarantino. You think he got one for- Django and one for Inglorious Bastards, yeah. which you deserve for Inglorious Bastards. But no, um, no, this I love this movie. I don't know it got me like it's funny how the, your mood can change, like how you view a movie. Like it has to hit you, like it hits you on the right day, sort of thing. If, mm-hmm. you're, if you're in a bad mood or something, and something's not right, and you're not in the mood to watch a movie, like it can actually affect the quality of it. But I know it must be in the right headspace, and really enjoyed this movie. I think it was crazy good. But I also love Tim Robbins. I'm incredibly biased. You, He's one of my favorite. Do you actors. think he should have two, two Oscars for sure? Yes, he should have won for Shawshank. Tim Robbins is such like a maybe because you guys are into movies like at an earlier period. <laughs> so you get bad mouth him? No, I'm not going to bad mouth him. I'm just like <laughs> he's just like one of those guys that I in my head is in like every movie that I watched as a kid, but I could not tell you his name. 
No, he passes a funny cameo category as well. So Tom Cruise, Tropic Thunder, Tim Robbins. Pick of Destiny. Uh, t- t- pick, pick of Destiny, that's right. He plays like the, give me your, what's he say? Is he a groupie? <laughs> like he plays a- he's, a, he's like a bum, but he wants to pick a Destiny. He's yeah, like, he knows what it is. Come here, I'll cut you up. <laughs> oh, that guy. That's really funny. Yeah, that's Tim Robbins, bro. So like yeah. every good actor has like a role where he cameos briefly as like a eccentric crazy. dude. Yeah. Yeah, crazy dude. Even Jack Nicholson did it at one point. Yeah. In that movie, in, um, No Good Men in, or something. You no, know, which is the Eastwick and A Few Good Men. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hear to the truth. <laughs> yeah, that's maybe we should pick because that's coming of age, isn't it? It's another Kevin Bacon movie. This is why the Kevin Bacon freaking Six Degrees is like insane. Wait, I have a question, ins- by the way. So, are you two in agreement that this is a coming of age movie? No, it's not. Uh, I thought it was you could my argue, head. You could argue it is if you're What a do you lawyer. think a coming of age movie <laughs> is? I know. I feel like there's elements of it. Okay, give me an element. The start. That's the only bit. No, give me an element of a coming of age story. Like pretty much a moment that that um, creates. Oh, sorry, a moment that sh- shapes your life. That's pretty mm, good. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I would disagree, but okay. How would you define it? That's pretty hard. I just think it's something about like a a process of becoming a part of like or realizing that you're a part of a world that's larger than yourself because like obviously kids and adults too, as well like you can be an adult but like they're often selfish or only care about themselves but i think a coming of age story is actually a bit about maturing and yeah well, katie was in. almost katie was having a good um coming of uh sorry coming of age story when she's going to move to las vegas get married it was cut short yeah, learn about life probably get divorced and yeah cut short and you, did you guys call the twist? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I didn't call yeah. who it was, but I called. I, I must have just remembered it from when I was like probably fifteen. It was the when deaf I first kid. Watched it. Yeah, I was like, is, I was like, is this He's the the, the mute kid? Did it? Question mark. No, but didn't he say, "I know you can talk"? <laughs> this is what the brother said to him. Yeah. So I don't think that guy's mute. a total piece of shit if he can talk, because he's just like literally taking the like best years of the, his brother's life. Acting like he needs him, like he, but he's got deep seated issues if he's like that. Obviously, has, has father issues because his father's not. Does there. that kid um bring Dependency any movie issues. to mind? Because when I saw him, I was like, "Holy crap, that's this kid from." I thought like look at this um, poor Damo, poor poor he Damo. Has a punchable be. face, very punchable face. He's the child um emperor or something in Gladiator. Oh really? That piece oh of shit. yes. So he's yes. like the son of um. Jack yeah, Walking Phoenix. Phoenix yeah. Oh, oh yeah. He just got cast because his face is like punchable. Soft. That's crazy. You have, a, you have a career like that. It's like, okay, you look like a douche. He's been bag. in a lot of movies with a lot of Oscar winners. <laughs> He's actually not a bad looking guy either, but he must be like a good luck charm. It's like a Ryan Philippe wannabe. <laughs> that guy's got a real punchable face too, right, Tony? Mm. Even though you love him. So Clint Eastwood, because you know he's a Warner Bros. movie, Clint Eastwood has like that Christopher Nolan power at Warner Bros., right? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, dude. He was like acted there probably for a while. And they got like the freaking what's that the blank check for any movie he wants, which he can still do. <laughs> was like, isn't like I'm pretty sure like a political party, I don't know if it's Democrats or Republicans, they love him. Like one of them parties love him. Would be the Republic, right? Republican. I don't this know. movie I don't or know. Clint Eastwood. Just Clint, Clint Eastwood in general. And yeah, probably the Republicans, out. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. And they just love everything pumps out. I think it, I think gradually got like more one sided. So I don't th- I think this movie's got no political messages, but I think his later ones do, but I have fucking, I wouldn't even know. But I'm not. I mean, so Tony, as far you- as 
things go. Like, to me, this is just sort of saying that family is- or blood is thicker than water, you know, like family is thicker everything. Thicker than river. Which I, I mean, I think is a shitty message really, but it's like, I think that's what he's trying to say. Do you guys think he's a good director or a great director? I think, I think he's, he's a serviceable director. So, what do you want about him? He he does get good performances out of his actors. That's his best thing about him. Yeah. Top tier. And himself, El Camino, whatever it's fucking called. Have you seen Unforgiven? Gran, Gran Torino. <laughs> Gran Torino. Unforgiven? No, I haven't, no. Mate, Ooh. watch that movie. Just for Richard Harris and Gene Hackman. Anyone else? Yeah, actually, saying that, Tony, he does bring a lot of Oscars to actors, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Bradley Cooper. Doesn't Morgan Freeman win one with him from Million Dollar Baby? Yeah, he does. Oh, my God. So, this guy's like- And Hilary Swank. Fucking me dead. Yeah, the Academy, Award, the Academy loves him, eh? Yeah. But, yeah, he just must know how to communicate with- And they must bring that A game, too. Just yeah, like, true. oh, shit, this is the guy who was in Good, Bad, and the Ugly. But apparently, he's like notoriously like one take, you're done. Do you guys know that about him? I didn't yeah. know that, but I mean, it's not like there's he's anything that's super creative or interesting going on. It's just like, it but like you get the performances he gets. No, Plus what I'm saying like, is like the takes are just not yeah, know, that like, much to juggle. Not creative. Get a good actor. Yeah. yeah, get a good performance, and we're good. There's nothing inspiring about like this show. Everything's just like a like wide, there's no big tracking shots static. or yeah. Yeah, everything uninspired because like, even that like, crane shot when he's like, no, no, my, my Katie. Like, you've seen that before. Yeah, and Penn like, sells Stone it. does that. <laughs> the reason it's so good is because of Penn. <laughs> but at least we cracked it. Is we that my daughter? It. We definitely cracked it with he just brings out great performances, which I can't see a bad performance in this film. Um, so, anything else you guys got? Uh, I, think, I think the score is very one note. I didn't really like the score. Didn't even, didn't even jump out to me, the score. So. Yeah. Tells you enough. I didn't even note it, so that's probably how basic it is. But you guys like um, the actor who played Katie? Obviously, she had a career with Shameless and whatnot. But do you guys like what she she brought with her brief scenes? Yeah, she's it's a pretty important role. She's likable. Same one. Like first time you look at her, yeah, I like her. Yeah, she did look. so much in so little time. Heavy hitter. It's just sad because I've honestly thought, like, from memory, I was like, oh, they don't kill her. She's, like, kidnapped, like, kidnapped. You know, Tim Robbins. <laughs> That's what I thought. I can't remember. I was like, this isn't follow the same trajectory Tim Robbins went through. But it's like, no, she's dead. Like, oh, fuck. Mm. Actually, but, this uh, movie I, I actually wonder- reminded me of Prisoner, but not as good. Prisoners. Ooh. Yeah, actually, definitely feel the same vibe. Oof. That's another good fucking movie. That's a good, um, what's it called? Double feature. Coming of, coming of age story. <laughs> yeah. It's a good double feature to have. Like, you watch- this movie and that movie back to back because a lot of like overlaying like yeah. tones and themes and stuff. But having Sean Penn and Hugh Jackman, I'd be very interested to see like similarities because I don't know. I, don't know, I really, really appreciate Sean Penn in this. No, I think his performance is really good. It was one of those, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that was one of the things because when he was Hugh next to the, the Savage guys, yeah, like yeah. his <laughs> acting really guys. showed because they suck. Anyone, it's like the, the hot chick conundrum is like four girls- Three of them are like three out of ten, and there's one like seven out of ten, but they boost her up to ten out of ten. That's just exactly like this as an actor. Like these actors are like low tier because they're just like arch for no reason, and like they're not really getting what the fuck's going on in the scene. <laughs> and he's just like fucking bringing it all like, shut the fuck up, give me the gun, I'll kill him on hands. Oh my god, yeah, I can't wait to get that scene. Um, yeah, so you want to get to the movie since we're starting to talk about particular scenes and. Yeah, let's go into the scene breakdown, baby. Plot breakdown down. All right. Street hockey. Fucking love it. 
Um, Shorty, I don't know if you know about this, but last time we were in Cobra, we were playing street hockey on blades. Nice. Very, like, yeah, as, they- as Australian... Like fucking hell! I really, uh, I really miss doing that at the skate park, just because the concrete was really, really smooth. The new place we're playing street hockey, it's at the high school, and they've got like a, the basketball courts undercover now. You haven't been there in years. No, it's I haven't. Like, yeah. this is I don't think he's going to be there again. There's no point. It's in like Mystic about. River, bro. It's like something happened to Shorty in that town. <laughs> Can't go back. Really on back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which he should. But um, yeah, you get this whole like kid shit interactions. How come? You or everyone would write the name in cement as a kid. Like, what was that? Like, The Simpsons did it, wrote Bart. I just remember having a compulsion. Pop culture is telling you to do it. Yeah, pop culture must have did it insane. Like, you guys had that compulsion growing up? Yeah, I really wanted to do it. I never had the chance. I I think think it's the same as graffiti, right? You just want to write your name and be remembered in some small way when you're a kid because you think that you don't know what you're going to amount to yet. So (laughs) He half writes his name D-A. So, pretty much his life is taken from him. Because he has His no name. chance. He's not Dave anymore. Yeah. But it's like a good Dave metaphor, died. as you just said, Shorty, because he's pretty much every all his expectation has been cut short. Yeah. His youth do you recognise that actor? Well, I'll ask Shane first. Do you recognise that actor, Shane? Yes, The I Wire. Did. Yes. <laughs> um, he's so good in The Wire. I thought he actually was a cop too. That's what tricked me. I was like, oh, he's yeah, a cop. Yeah, I know. Made your roles. <laughs> so funny. I was into the audio commentary. It's Tim Robbins and Kevin Bacon. And they're like, oh really? They're like, they don't know who the guy is, the actor. He's like, look at this guy. Oh, like, no. he looks like a creep. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I was like, man, like, such yeah, assholes. I know, oh, but like, well, dude, they're actors. Like, they're not watching no TV show. Well, the, wi- the Wire wanted, yeah, that's true. But the Wire really took like authentic, like I think is it Boston in um, the Wire as well? Yeah. No, that's no, look at Boston, We're- isn't it? Uh, Baltimore. Oh, is Baltimore sorry. like that area sort of thing? But I'm pretty anyway. sure it's close. Yeah, regardless, I think it's like all the same area. They really took pride in who they cast in The Wire. So yeah. this guy must have just been a genuine dude. I think most of the actors in this as well, like, I'm pretty sure he was an ex cop, actually. Area. Thinking now. I think he was a really? cop and he was like, no, nah, I'm going to be an actor now. It's such easier. Well, he has the look, man. His name's John Doman. He has he has a look. But I don't know, even like in this group of, group of kids, right? There's always one kid that's like a loose fucking unit. And yeah, it's Sean his Penn. idea is to yeah, yeah exactly but like he's like his idea is to steal a car <laughs> fuck like, that's fucking pretty pretty crazy shit it's I not stealing the nose a chain way. just driving it around the block <laughs> but like shit like most of the shit you used to say when we were growing up let's break into this building let's break the fucking let's, walls down let's, let's play burn with the fire <laughs> yeah bro you're like this kid I don't think you're I was lucky. that bad no, no it wasn't that bad in we our life you were that you no were that luckily we had it was two against one and we had more of an influence over you than you had over us. That's yeah. ooh, that's a good point. Imagine if I was a single child and it was me, you, and Jai hanging out. He's <laughs> <laughs> dude name dropping. Name dropping. You'd be Jai. dead, man. We would have killed you. Yeah, you would. If, like that guy was a character from Stephen King. That guy, Jai. Tell us a funny story mm. about it so the uh, audience has a bit of um, context who Jai is. Um, funny story. I remember, well, he was like one of the first people that I met when I moved uh, to this small town because my mother and his mother both were doing illegal things, <laughs> undisclosed. No, it's not prostitution. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so he was just, yeah, a bit rough. And there was one time where we were at the back uh, jumping on his trampoline and I like fucked him up somehow. I think I like hurt his leg. And then he's like, hey, why don't we- uh, why don't we just go inside for a bit? And I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, oh, do you want me to help you with your leg? And he's like, no, no, it's okay. And then he just grabs a knife and a potato peeler out of the drawer 
And he's like, don't ever fucking do that to me again. If it was us, right? And who's Shorty Hopkins, okay, so car. who's Davey out of us three? Is that what you're asking? Well, clearly Shorty, bro. Because we live right there. We live right here. <laughs> That's true. We live in the Shorty same lives. place. Yeah. You well, live well, we the could corner, be, be going in the car. I know. <laughs> Oh, no. I know. I remember, like, in the scene, though, when the penny drops, he had, like, that cross on his finger. I was like, get fucked. <laughs> like, pretty much puts you in a sense of dread, which is, like, not what you should feel when you see that symbol. So, wouldn't it be, like, anti It makes you feel sick, to be honest. It does. Mate, it's not yeah. like the director is doing it. The priests who fucked all those kids are doing it. True. They're the ones who ruined it. That's right. Exactly. We shouldn't feel bad for them. We should feel like they're fucking <laughs> monsters. <laughs> they are. You know, when they don't show anything, I said the same, like, like, don't you think that was tasteful? It's like, I don't think rape's tasteful. <laughs> like, what? No, no. Oh, like, Jesus. is it played tastefully? <laughs> yeah, no, they didn't, like, they didn't. Yeah, don't need, you don't need to see anything. It's, it's perfect. They weren't gratuitous at all. Yeah. Yes. You just see John Doman's wife beater and, like, scary staircase. Actually, it's, it's like, and I'll, yeah, a lot yeah, of implied whole movie, nothing's, <laughs> nothing's, like, too graphic, which is good. Doesn't need to be. Yeah, the stabbing was enough. Like, even though it wasn't graphic at all, I just felt like, oh, fuck. Because I knew, like, he was innocent. I was like, fuck this, bro. Jimmy, <laughs> no. Yeah, so when they the kid is at the house and everyone's talking, blah, blah, blah. One of the fathers say, looks like damaged goods to me. That's what they referred to as a Davey. Yeah, that's pretty fucking... That shows you like how harsh a neighbourhood was, though, too. How blunt everyone was to each other. There's no like compassion. Well, not, I'm sure, I'm sure parents talk but... like that about kids all the time. I'm sure when you have kids and there's just like, yeah, like some rough shit. kid, you'd be like, this kid's fucked up. Yeah. <sighs> You know? Damn, yeah, true, very true. What is it? You see the grown-up versions. I think Tim Robbins is first. He's, like, walking yeah. his kid. It's actually a good character touch. Like, he never leaves, like, sight of his kid. He doesn't know where his kid is at yes. all times. He doesn't say like, thing. It's like he, he walks him, like, a straight line. It's like a block and a half. Yeah, to school every day. always there. Yeah. Because he's just paranoid. There's the wolves around to get him. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he really sells broken man, though. Like, you just see, like... If you saw this out of context, you're like, hey, what's up with this guy? Yeah, that's what that's I mean. That's like a, it's a harder part to play than Sean Penn's. Yeah, but he was also, he also was like a freaky tall dude too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, no, I love him as an actor. <laughs> yeah. And then we, I think we see Penn, like he's like a store owner. He's gone to, well, uh, when, you see, when you first saw him short, did you think like this guy's a gangster? Yeah, something thought? like that. Or at least yeah. a money launderer or something. Yeah, he's like he's not a straight guy. He's on the edge but of crime. He is a straight guy. Yeah, we see him with his not mother. milk though. Great chemistry, I think. Well, I think she has great chemistry everyone. Even though that boy she's like macking. Yeah, she's on. just good. They're in the car. Yeah, they're he's making like, out. Oh, oh, making out. It's like, you know what? You know what my dad would do to you if, if he found you in here? And like he does not give a fuck. But as soon as like like this thing, mate, when you see as you fart so when you're thinking of your dick, I think sure you think of his dick more. Because you would risk it, wouldn't you? <laughs> You'd have Me. to get ass kicked. Yeah, it's because yeah. I just don't care about people's parents. Do what I want. Yeah, then we meet Kevin Bacon and his wife, Lawrence Fishburne. I already made that yeah. joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like that cop wanted to bang Bacon briefly. Unless you feel like you're, you're fucking this up, bro. Yeah, because he's like, love with his wife at... doesn't talk to him. Even though it's such a weird thing that he she just calls him and just be quiet. He knows it's her... And he just talks about his dad. This is such a weird part of the story. I wish they'd well, never resolved it, to be honest. No, well, think about it too, because they do mention how, like, you only can find that kind of love once in your life. That might be his only once, he thinks. Yeah, so. but I still think it would have been fine as just, like, a character This is the touch. silver lining in the story, Shorty. You yeah. have to, like, so, like, so appreciate this. So, this, this event <laughs> even though that it's happens like very to Davey, this obviously affects Sean and Jimmy as well. It does, yeah. Yeah. 
Hundred percent. That's what they say at the end of the movie. Tone. Like, I think we, we all, all got in we that all car. Sort of, yeah, we all got in that car. Yeah. I mean, it's easier to say car. with Dave being dead, saying, "Okay, but I actually got in the car." <laughs> <laughs> but like, do you feel like he? Well, he looks just like he does in Wild Things too. Same yeah, like the exact car. look, man. <laughs> same energy. Not the same energy. Less... No, 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 no. I know. Before he comes out as the bad guy, he does. He's a much better cop in this one. Way better detective. Where's the shower scene with Sean Penn? It's the only reason I watched this movie. Yeah. yeah, we missed it, didn't we? Pretty cool. Like this whole opening. It's all like the calm before the storm, too. Like, everything seems pretty relaxed. There's like nothing going on. Just like day in the lives of all these characters. Like old mates watching. Good. It's a good yeah, way. It's to really start. good. Actually, oh, I forgot to mention. When he goes to forward in time, it doesn't say twenty five years later. It just flashes forward in time. Doesn't. Well, I'm glad they didn't say that because they, they all look like they're all in their like early forties, late forties. Yeah, early thirties. Yeah. Yeah, they said they're mid thirties, and there's no way Tim Robbins is mid thirties. You're <laughs> mid thirties, Tony. He's, li- he's lived an exhausting life, I'm sure. He has. Yeah. yeah. Well, Sean Penn always looks like all that smoke. I think he smokes like a chimney. Like he's at the bar watching the bar- baseball game, like Bill Derman. That's where he got his fame from. I so think that's when it clicked for me cool. too. It's like, oh, wait, this guy gets killed at the end. I was like, this is such a tragic character. I was thinking, like, I man, I feel so bad for this dude. And he like, seems like pretty nice too. Like, he's just watching him have fun. Like, there's no malice behind his yeah, eyes or anything. He's like, oh, yeah. He plays it so well. <sighs> but then, like, he comes home, blood, sees Marcy Gay, what the fucking name is. <laughs> What's Marcia. her name? Marcy. Oh, no, I forgot. Right. Gary Gray. She see, sees him. Uh, yeah. Sees Marcy, his wife. Oh, what's wrong, baby? He's like, I fucked up. And that's just when you're like, they yeah, planned the scenes. Like, did he, he kill told Katie? the truth. Hey, I actually- He did. He tried to. No, he's just no he didn't. Because he's like, he's, no, no, he, he tried. Try. He said like a, a, a mugger trying to- What is it? Yeah, but- It's your life for your wallet. I'm leaving with, with, with one of them. Good that was line. funny no, too, because she was like, he said that. That sounds fake. <laughs> the like, thing yeah. is though, running from his past in a sense too. He doesn't want to like confront that. So he just does make up these lies and stories. No, no, so no. he can- Space himself away from it. It's so fucked up. And I think at the end too, he has like an epiphany in a sense. Like, so I'm going to tell the truth now. Yeah. No more lies. Like, I'm going to face it and get better. And that's too late. But yeah, we'll get to that. Yes, <laughs> I love. Like, oh, I think you mentioned before, Tim, how good she was in the Miss. But I think every movie she's in, she delivers. She's like a Kevin Bacon type. Yeah. Or the always good. She's in that character. She's always there. In that category. And like, have you? Do you notice like kissing each other towards the end? Do you think that was a sex scene there? Oh, actually, like, yeah, I think she's out? kind of turned on by him. Yeah. Because, like, she's like, oh, he's a man. Like, look at that. He's taking control. Like, he's he's acting I like know, Jimmy. But- you know what I mean? I think she's lo- she likes Jimmy a lot. Were they exes Tony- or something? That's probably true, actually, Tony. Maybe, yeah. She probably wants, like, more of a man. But, yeah, it's pro- yeah fuck that. Because <laughs> she's sisters <laughs> with- um, She's sisters with Laura Linney, right? Really? Bullshit. No, no, they're sisters. No, no, no. Well, they're in the same neighborhood anyway. I think maybe no, I think maybe that's, sh- that's his first wife's sister. Maybe she's turned on, right? But the thing is, is Did he really being that badass? Because like you can see, like he shows remorse, fear. No, but he t- just does like I almost pain. killed a man. That's like this turns any woman on. Yeah, it's well, true. Actually, she should be turned on by the next scene because Sean Penn's laying in bed, fucking shirtless, fucking huge arms. Like <laughs> you know those guys you wear a shirt, you can hide his physique. Mm. He's fucking ripped, bro. Bro, it's like with like, like the lamest early two thousands tattoo though. No, no, yeah, yeah no. he pulls off better. Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey or Sean Penn, he can pull off tattoo. Sean better. Penn, even body wise, tat wise, number twenty three sucks. But like Tom Jane though, I don't know. Tom Jane, Tom Deep Jane doesn't need body. tattoos, bro. 
Yeah, he needs more abs, bro. <laughs> he's got a good back. That's pretty. Sean Penn has like a buff back in this too. Mm. Oh, you missed out on but the no. um, audio recording, Shane. The big linchpin of how they solved the case. Oh yeah, how did it go? No, the, the big linchpin was the um. They want to know her name. They didn't ask for her name. They asked yeah, for well, their name. Do you hear that that scene? Do you? Yes, you hear in it in between. Yeah, oh, yeah, you nice. hear it right at the start. Yeah, yeah. It makes it even better when the revelation. Comes yeah, when the revelation. Wait, but no. Um, you see how he's a good dad. Like, gives her like a long leash. Like, where's Katie? Oh, she's over friends. Oh, okay, cool. I'll catch up with her later. There's no panic yet. That's what also builds a tent. That's what he does a lot in this movie. He gives you information and lets you sit in it for a while. It's like, oh fuck, it's gonna be like devastating, and it always pays off too, which is like pretty good to actual pull off. So props to Clint Eastwood. Because, like, I don't know, most people, like, blow their load too quick. He really, like, draws it out. Mm. Good for good foreplay. And I really like how she's the stepmom as well, Laura Linney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes it very way, interesting. Yeah, it makes it yeah, a layer of complexity. It's good. I mean, she still has two other kids That's what she says, Sean like, Penn. Twice. Yeah, you have domestic yeah. responsibilities. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, too, like, he's, like, at the shop doing shit and he sees that, Ray, potential suitor. Just Ray's son. Yeah, like the mute kid. He's like scared of him or something or like his ignorance. No, he I hates think. the kid because what? his pain and- Did you watch this movie, Shane? <laughs> he is, but like the way he treats him, like because come on, show a bit of compassion. his father he's sent him to prison, mute. Shane. I know that. Father- I'm just saying, can you just- Don't be so harsh. No, he's like, fuck these kids, man. I'm fucking sending them money every fucking week. <laughs> They're trying to steal my shit. He probably thinks they're stealing from him as well. Did- because why send the money? Then? The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. That's what he says. Are you capable of understanding complex emotions? Well, it's not really complex. It's more conflicting emotion. But it's just like obviously he resents the kid because his father's a, like ratted him out. But he feels guilty for killing him, so he sends him the money. Yeah. But he still resents like the whole family. Yeah, like fuck this. For like family. making him do that. I just think so. if someone has a Two disability, years of his life, he should Shane. be more Two compassionate. Years. That's all I'm saying. I feel like it's very. Very poor taste, like saying, "Look at this mute fuck," or whatever he says. I think it's very like, ugh. And the next, the, very icky. The next scene is when, like, he's at the church. He's like having fun with his other two daughters. It's like kind of pulling your heartstrings. Like, oh, this is nice. And then you cut to them finding the like looking for the body. It's like, oh, there's like the, the push and pull of your feelings. It's like, ugh. Like this is like, yeah, like the storm is brewing. Like he's a siren though, too, Tony. He's yeah, a but like he doesn't know direction. yet. No, I feel like deep down. You know, sometimes he's in sense, like something's gone wrong. Yeah, I feel like because he hasn't seen his daughter yet, he doesn't know where she is. Like, DJ might think, could this be her? I think everyone has that feeling. Mm. If there's doubt, I think, I've, like, you know how paranoid Ashley gets with her kids. No, that's true. Yeah, but if you're paranoid all the time, like, eventually you'll be correct, right? No, nah, but she's overly paranoid. I feel like, I feel that's like, what he's I mean, so. rightly so. Because, like, you know, like, he knows this, he knows the city, he knows everyone, he hasn't heard anything from it. So he probably has reason to be nervous. Yeah, so this scene's really a great scene as well, how it just slowly escalates. Uh, more people come. And then angrier. he sees, sees his daughter's car, like, no, what the fuck? Then he has to, like, barges in. Oh, really good. And then he finds his daughter. Like, <laughs> yeah, so you guys like this, like the imagery of him getting held by all the cops and- How many cops are on like, him right now? While we're paying? I know, it's, it seems like excessive. <laughs> Uh, I think, I don't know, the scene didn't really feel, like, the ending of the scene didn't really feel that good. And maybe it's like because genuine. the other guy was there. The, <laughs> Which one? <laughs> the Savage Brother guy. Because he yeah. has yeah. less tact. So, he just kept, like, speaking as well. And it just felt a bit disjointed. And also, Sean Penn, yeah, I don't know. 
It just felt a bit but lacking. It's cool, like, like the, if you compare the, the next scene with this scene, Sean Penn isn't over the top. Like, he isn't, like, yeah, he's just, it. like, silent. When he sees, yeah, the, it's like, sees his daughter, like, yes, the ID. He goes from loud to quiet in performances yeah. pretty quick, which is what you need to, because I feel like he would be drained. But then this is where you find out it's not really Laura Linney's daughter either. It's like his ex-lover. He's like talking about it like too. This is why it must be fucked up because you can tell the way he speaks about his ex that like he's still in love with her. Yeah, she died of get that? cancer or something. Yeah, but so he probably like still loves really his gonna... wife now. Mm, I know. Something about first love. I feel like she just oh, feels inadequate. What's yeah, that? Your first love. <laughs> not Crystal. About... No, it's difference. How? Big difference. I wasn't married <laughs> to my first love. My first love... Let's not get into that anymore. <laughs> you can say the same thing to your now. first love or Shorty's first love. Like, I oh, know, I'm just saying, like... I've never helper. loved anyone ever. Yeah, Shorty so. has to love choose has to be cons- first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's true. Yeah, but love has to be like, you know... When you, I know, young love's different from first love, right? That's all I'm going to say. They were, like, deeply in love and she right. died. And it was like... So, yeah. I got broken up with and cheated on. So, you see how I don't love her anymore? They they seem to be... <laughs> they seem to be... um. Like amicable. The only reason they broke up is because she died of cancer, mm. <laughs> which is a bit different. Short. You guys see where I'm coming from? I know why I'm getting fucking grilled. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like he sort of, he's probably still loves his first wife, and that's why she, Laura Linney, is the way she is always like manipulating him towards the end. Yeah, I feel like a power play type thing because that's not love. That's you know, more I like, thought she was jacking him off actually. Well, actually. Dude, it's crazy. So crazy. That came out of nowhere, hey. That came out of left field that scene. They're probably the most um, successful couple, though. Their relationship's probably the strongest out of all of them. I mean, she she definitely uh, has his back, and he has her. I don't know if he has her back, but she definitely has his back. She's more powerful. Look at Tim Tim Robbins' wife. Fucks him over big time. Yeah, Yeah, but he. he, Imagine being married to him, bro. Fuck, talk about vampires and werewolves and shit. Are you kidding me? No, bro. Well, we yeah, we uh we see Lawrence Fishburne interviewing. Oh, it's so funny. Lawrence Fishburne kind of hates him. He's like, "Look at this fucking piece of shit." Like he knows, like he's a gangster. Yeah, ex ex thing, ex con. Yeah. But dude, if you actually look like like was Sean Penn in this scene as well, he's like this like frantic energy, like but subdued, like a volcano about to erupt. Yeah, he's like he, he's he, trying to contain something. You just feel it though. Yeah, you he's feel trying it. to contain his emotions. It's, like, it's fucking insane. And I like what uh, Fishburne's doing as well. Like just like poking the nest and shit. Yeah, and it's, it's he's, he's really needed. That character's really needed. Yeah, he does bring a lot of a lot to the story and humor too. I, I was laughing at him all the time. What was it? This is when they do the investigation scenes and shit. Oh no! When uh, Sean Penn is like, he's like, does she have a boyfriend? He's like, no, she doesn't have a boyfriend. A father knows. Like, no, you don't. Yeah, <laughs> you don't know shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially I think like he kind of looked the other way when he was around anyway. So maybe he didn't see it. Who knows why he didn't pick up on that? Mm-hmm. That could be even be a flaw of the movie. A flaw. I mean, he probably knows just... that he hates him. So, but yeah. no, I love this next scene. How they're like doing their investigation shit, and they interview this old lady. Yeah, with the it's dressing like little... gown. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like I don't go to the window when I'm in my dressing gown. Like little shit like that, little details, and like just pretty much tells you exactly what you need about this character. Like it's curmudgeon. Mm. She, who knows if she even, even knows what the fuck's going on anyway. I think, yeah, look at but each other like, like, what the hell is she on about? But like just a, like a fun scene to like move the story along. Mm. I like this when they interview um, the, the boyfriend and her like and the mother's like, you're going to leave me too, huh? <laughs> it's like, fuck. Oh, oh. Yeah. 
Oh. She's so funny. She, she like, shows him down. Like I can, I can say that he's in his room. I like, I can say he closed the door at this time and woke yeah. up at this time. But I can't say he left the, he left the house. <laughs> like fuck. Oh, bro. So mm. we get the uh, the wake scene, and we love his performance here. Yeah, what's harder so, to do: play tears or play anger for an actor? Well, he's all over the shop, which is good. But, yeah, but um, what's harder, you reckon? Because there's still tears. anger. Like Hugh Jackman can still anger. I think tears is the harder one. Like sadness. Yeah, some people I think, I think like it would shit. really depend. I think some actors are better at it than others. I, I think if you have like a uh, ugly crying face, you're fucked. Yeah, yeah look at Tim McGuire, bro. Tim McGuire when Uncle Ben died. Like, <laughs> yeah, he sells he sells sadness better than anger because he's not really. I know, but like Tony, he still looked like a didn't look good. <laughs> True, <laughs> so I'm saying this ugly, ugly. I was crying, but no, but this scene though, when he's talking to his father-in-law, which is the opening quote. Um, that actor, his name's Kevin Conway. Mm. And this movie called Funhouse, the Funhouse. He's in. It, he plays three different ga- characters. He's just really menacing in it. As soon as I saw him, it's like, oh, that's that's from here. So he made, made a profound effect. Kevin Conaway. So if you've seen him in movies, he like steals the show. And is that, he a gangster too? Movie. No, he just plays like a carny. Because isn't he? Isn't the, isn't the Savage Boys? Isn't that? Oh, his, sorry, his sons. Yeah. That's his. Oh, what? His children, isn't it? Because that's. Oh, the, must be. Yeah. Or is his nephews? I don't know. I think they're related. Yeah, true. It's going to be in this movie. Yeah. Well, obviously, it's it doesn't matter what he is. He's only in one scene. Which is crazy because I know Clint Eastwood must just know a lot of people. I'm, I guess people like, would just be happy to do short scenes for Clint Eastwood because he's so famous. Mm. But like every every actor in this has a lot of character in their face. Like they just look like real people too. There's no like, except for like the Kevin Bacon maybe. He might be the only one that's maybe a bit movie starish. Too good looking or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, movie starish. But everyone else, like you just buy. Even Laura Linney, she's not amazingly beautiful, even though she's very attractive. Like, they don't make her look like they do in Now You See Me. Imagine if all these people cast in Now You See Me and their makeup effects and shit. Like, oh, mate, Eisenberg <laughs> could pull this movie off to a T. <laughs> Who would, would he play? play? He'd play a deaf mute, hopefully. The deaf, deaf, no, no the deaf actually, mute. he'll pull that off. Yeah. <laughs> he would, yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah, he probably could because he'd be better than talking. Punchable face. <laughs> Check. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Check. And he'd be younger too, be of age as well. <laughs> the whole red hair with his hand and shit. I yeah. like how it's different stories every time. Yeah, the two lies. No, it's every it's time. It's like three. It's like garbage disposal, couch. Does that, does that show yeah. that he doesn't lie much? No, I think it shows um, that he lies that's all good, the time. That's actually No, a but good, good lies keep the story straight. Yeah, it's true, surely. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So he's got a different story, for, but this is more for the audience's sake, I think. Yeah. Just be like, okay, just a painted for people like me, just go on. He's lying. <laughs> he said the story differently. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but, yeah, um, he definitely deserved the Oscar, both of them. I'm glad. Who was the supporting actors that year, Tony? I think the who other big Sean, one. Who was Tim Robbins up against? Benicio Del Toro. De, was his name Desmond Honsu? He was oh, yeah, G- from Blood Demon Honsu. He was, uh, was he in America. Nominated? Nah, yeah, but for a movie in America, Ken Wat- oh, okay. Watanabe. From the Last Samurai, and Last Samurai, and then yeah. Alec Baldwin from The Edge, The Cooler. <laughs> Surprise! Oh, The Cooler. Well, I'm glad Tim Robbins won. Not that strong of a year for movies. Like, do you guys know what yeah, won but- Best Picture that year? 2004. Um, the Last Samurai. No, should have been Hellboy. <laughs> I'm not sure. No, it was what? it was 2003 movies, but 2004 was the year it won. Was Ang Lee the Hulk? Oh wait, Lord of the Rings probably. Yes, yeah, so it was Lord of the Rings. Yeah, nice. That deserved it. 
I love those movies. They're fucking anything. See, Peter Jackson, it is New Zealand. That's probably why I made the connection. And Mad Max director, what's his name? George Miller. Yeah, George oh, Miller. George Miller, sorry. Yeah, George Miller and Peter Jackson, both in the same sort of vein in my eyes. They deserve Oscars because the scopes of their movies and the technical difficulties they have, mm. like that deserves like shit. That deserves like accomplishments. Do you know that movie Master it? and Commander, The Far Side of the World? Have you guys seen yeah, that? R- no. Apparently- Is that apparently, Mel Gibson or something? No. Nah, Russell, Russell Crowe. Crow. Russell Crowe, right. Russell Crowe yeah. should have got the Oscar for it was even Master and Commander over Gladiator. Yeah. That's what they're saying. The performance is better in Master and Commander. But Master and Commander got nominated for Best Picture and Best Director. So it must be a pretty good movie. Well, Peter Weir's also like an Oscar darling too. Mm. What do you do? Uh, all, Dead Poets. It's all corrupt, man. We're kind of like setting back in to like when we used to talk about movies when we were first going about Oscars and how important they are. They're not important at all. Yeah. What was the big moment like, for you? When, it's um, all bullshit. Was it Mad Max for you, Shane? Yeah, yeah we went through it. Yeah. We've already, already told this before. Yeah. yeah. George Miller should have got it. Not fucking that French dude or where he's from. Mexican dude who did the I think reverend. He's Chilean. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Chilean, whatever. If you mix them together, that's where it equals that. I like that movie though. <laughs> But no yeah. way, dude. Mad Max is way better. No, I'm, I mean, I think Mad Max should have won as well. But I do think the movie is quite impressive. Just like Pirates of the Caribbean should have won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, no, it's just cool. If we're at the movie too, you get these like little, like petty family uh, quarrels. Wait, hold between- up. Isn't isn't Sean Penn in Twenty One Grams? Yes, I think. You got two Tony- Oscar nominated movies in one year. Um, was, I haven't even seen 21 Grams. I, he wasn't nominated for 21 Grams, though. No, wasn't. but Benicio Del Toro got nominated for yeah, Best, for best Supporting. Yeah, for Best Supporting. And then um, Naomi Watts got- Mr. And then Tim Robbins was. So, it's like both the movies that he was in. Yeah, he, yeah it's he, crazy. He's the playoff, yeah. I guess. This is the prime of Sean Penn's career. Definitely. The, probably 2008 was his like last hurrah. Yeah. But no, he's a dickhead. If the Trey Parker and Matt Stone don't like him, I don't like him. Very self-important dickhead, so I'm going to just take their word for it. <laughs> Fuck you, Sean but no, Penn. Um, but like this movie, Oscar Bates, obviously, but I think almost every actor has a moment to shine in it. Everyone has like a juicy scene. Yeah, and I feel like- Maybe not Laura Linney as much, but- Oh, yeah, Laura Linney was definitely the least, but all the characters interact with each other, which is good. It helps that the, like, the cops are there, like they have to interview each character, which helps. You know how like he's getting peppered throughout the movie with these phone calls? Kevin mm. Bacon. I guarantee you Shorty would hang up. <laughs> yeah, of course I no, would. It'd be so fucking annoying. The number. <laughs> yeah, you would block too when you're Shorty. <laughs> Shorty would get a new phone. <laughs> I wouldn't go you that extreme. You did leave him. That is actually pretty sad. Like, so what would you do, Tony, if Sanders picked up and left after she was pregnant and well, obviously break all I'll contact, be, but just call you? I'll be waiting after for all you this do, time. I would do the exact same thing, to be honest. Like, hey, baby, my day was good. <laughs> Record another episode. I think... But did, uh, what maybe would we be doing? I don't know, some <laughs> fucking bullshit. <laughs> so, he, uh, who shot Harry Crumb? We could do that. <laughs> I don't know if that's even a fucking movie. <laughs> We're in a mystical is. land. I couldn't say anything. I could have just said we were doing 21 grams, which would have been easier to say. <laughs> um, yeah, so like pretty much at this point, where we're we up to. I don't know. We'll just go, um, <laughs> Sean Penn, like the detectives do the interviews. I think they, Sean Penn is like to the detectives, like, you guys better hurry up because I need to know who to kill my fucking daughter. And then Fishburne's like, you're giving us a deadline? 
And he's like, yeah, I am. Like, pretty much saying, like, I'm going to get involved. Because I think they got angry at him because he, he sent his goons up to question I feel like he was involved the people. whole time. That's pretty funny. He was always you involved. Know, yeah, this scene would have worked better if he was less involved. <laughs> yeah, he was already, like, full swing. Yeah. What was, was you say? Like, rough him up. Like, like get, get answers. answers. <laughs> yeah, get answers. Oh. Weird, though, because they are pretty loyal to this dude. And he re- <laughs> like, according to Holy the story, shit. he's not really a, um, cr- like, crime boss, is he? He's just well-respected, right? He was, he, he was a criminal, though. Yeah. He was a I good think, criminal. Yeah, but it's just weird. He has this infrastructure, like, pretty much there But already. Chairman he yeah. didn't rat on anyone either. So, you know, everyone yeah, knows he's a stand-up guy. Fuck, man. That's crazy. Did your master in command, he got 10 nominations. Are you kidding me? Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and it won, it's like a, it's it a massive two. scope. A lot of water and shit. Peter Weaver, I love that. Mm, look at it. Watch that. Even though I thought, you know, I thought Ripley Scott directed We should yeah. cover it. I think we get more information of Jess Ray, like, the gun gets mm. involved. Yeah, all this bullshit. Yeah, like, it's good detective work, really. Like, they slowly uncover what's actually going on. Yeah, um, it seems yeah. like, because um, I've been watching The Wire a lot, it's just like, oh, like, you can, obviously, it's given more time, but that feels like they're doing good work. You know what I mean? There's a bit of that's investigation right. and it feels like there's a bit of conflict. Yeah, and, and you're, so I think that's like the mark of good detective work. It becomes a bit procedural, which is good yeah. because it's yeah. like, oh, you can't, you found the evidence, blah, 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 like all this stuff they Yeah, talk and you, about. you feel involved, like you're a detective as well. Like, oh, yeah, I'm on the case too. Yeah. Not- <laughs> and that's <laughs> the best thing. Like so it's like, oh, like we got, we made a gain, but actually yeah. we can't use it. So we've got to figure out another way to do it. And you, like, you, do, you have the answer before they even say, like, oh, yeah, that means that this is the, the guy. The yeah, deaf mute did good. it. <laughs> but, then but they get more suspicious of Davey. The cops. Well, Fishburne well. is because, like, that. Yeah, they walk him down the street. Did you see his hand? Yeah. It's like, I saw the hand. <laughs> Doesn't mean nothing. Doesn't mean he killed the guy. Fuck. Yeah. And then, yeah, well, then, this is like the probably one of the sadder parts, too, how he, you know, doing the funeral shit. And he sees his, like, dead daughter. She's breathing. Like, laying down. Bad acting. Oh, he cares, <laughs> but I know. <laughs> Just one of those scenes where they put you in the mood, like, moment. It's like, oh, that's something you don't want to be. Yeah. And I it's like, I don't know. But no, um, you guys should really. I tell this turn all the time. But should have you seen the Haunting of Hill House Netflix um, series? I've seen half of the first season. Have you, have you made it to episode five yet? I'm. It's not really my thing. No, you just pulled out too quickly. <laughs> That's what episode they call me. Episode five. <laughs> no, I think it's just a bit too. Uh... No, but surely I'm telling you right now. Episode five. It's called the Bent Neck Lady. Right. That episode is one of the best episodes of any series. Is it better than the autopsy? No. Oh, it's up there. It's actually up is there. It's it better probably than cigarette burns? the same level. Have Ooh. you watched the autopsy yet too, Shorty? Yeah, well, it's up there with that. No, just watch it. Just You already got the context, Shorty. You actually really pulled out because it's after it's after halfway. But no, just watch it. It's just like me and Tony watched Hush on the weekend. So Mike Flanagan did both, like did both the series and that movie. Um, that was actually a pretty fun watch too. Yeah. I mean, no, I think Hush was. I remember Hush being good, but The Haunting of Hill House just felt a bit trite or like expected. Just wait until you get up to see episode five, bro. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. I wouldn't watch it again. But just for that, I only watched it with Crystal and it was like, like, she actually was engaged. So I had to watch all of it. Yeah. So I was like watching things. It's funny how you could just bear more things when you're with a a loved one. With someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Because. When I was watching it, Claire had already finished it. So, she was like, oh, yeah, you should watch it. It's good. She probably wanted you to watch up to that scene. Oh, wait. That, that one was spoiling. The scene, eh? <laughs> no, um, it's good. So, the scene we're up to, scene, I eh? think we got Davey watching a Carpenter classic, which yes, is- Vampires. Vampires. Did you know that, Shorty? Yes. It was, you probably haven't seen that. Uh, film. I actually didn't, know. 
Yeah, it's a good movie, man. If you like James Woods, I remember you showing like- me uh, it like the. I think I showed you the trailer. trailer the other day, yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" It's very uh, <laughs> B movie quality. It's insane. It's insane how Carpenter pretty much made a B movie into like a A grade, like with the budget for a B movie and everything that should have been B. He made it A grade, but now he has like these big budgets in the nineties. Well, maybe not big, but at least more to work with, and he makes them into just like pulp films, I guess. Yeah, but it's still, it's still a very fun ride. And mm. jo- and we, me and Tony, love James Woods. Mm. Like we just love him and everything. Especially Casino. He was just there. Um, <laughs> so I think this is where his wife is like really going like, okay, what actually happened? Because you're scaring me. Because he's talking about Bro. vampires and wolves, and like he's obviously he's losing his mind a bit because he's killed a man, and he's bringing back memories yeah. of his traumatic past. Such a crazy coincidence! Yeah, like Katie had to die that. And it's night. great performance when <laughs> he's like he's like laughing, and then he starts to cry, and then he talks about Henry well, and dude. George and Dave. Like that's what their names, Henry and George. Like he's not speaking Henry nonsense, but the herd's nonsense. Yeah. Well, what's more fucked up, Tony, as well, and it actually comes back to the thing to the end. It, because he says, like, he had to act like a different person to escape. So, he probably act like, like a little sex slave person. Like, oh, I'll do whatever you well, want. Well, I didn't even Whoa. think of that, man. No. Well, so I, what- think he, I think he meant that Dave died. Yeah. Yeah, no, but I think also he had to act he, like- He, he acted slutty. It. Well, I, just, I wouldn't say that, but just saying, like, he had to change so to escape. So, they and loosen the cuffs or something. So, they loosen the- Oh, we don't have to lock the door yeah, anymore. He, did, he wants to be here. Yeah, he- Yes, he pretty much did that to escape. But at the end of the movie, he does the same thing to Sean Penn. He says, I killed mm. Katie. Tells exactly what he wants to Ooh. hear. He kind of reverts back to had to how, survive. He, how he escaped how, the first how time. How do I survive? Right. Okay, just give him what they want. It was the end of his life. Yeah. Exactly. So it's just like the way it just goes full circle. Mm. It's just like, ugh, very yeah. harsh reality he had to fucking yeah, deal with. He did, but, he, um, what does he say? He mentions uh, there's some, there was child prostitutes in Ron Basin. He says it real yes, quickly. Yes, I know. It's what, yeah, and she's like, what the fuck do you mean? But it, yeah, but that's the thing because he's like he was there. My thought was like this: like, wait, is he getting child? Prostitute? Well, the thing is, he probably thinking it was his fault too. Like, I, I somehow, like, I'm a prostitute. I don't know. I don't what? know how affects his mentality. Pro- I don't know, but who knows what he's thinking, Tony? He's obviously yeah, no, he's, lo- he's like swirling yeah. down the fucking sink. The lighting in this scene is impeccable. The shadows they use, oh, yeah, it's very, very like, dark. Yeah, good cinematography, definitely. Is he being abusive there? The way he's sitting down drinking the beer and like being very abrupt and like asking, like, what were you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, being very confrontational. It's not nice. It just felt like he, he is pushing her towards Jimmy in a weird way, which is sad because we know he's just dealing with shit. She's, she's a coward. <laughs> well, he, I love I loved Dave. <laughs> what is his communication? That's what it was. Miscommunication. He, like, he doesn't want to tell her anything. He was like, I'm going for a walk. He walks out and he fucking mm. then he meets sees sees Jimmy yeah and every scene with these two are electric as well yeah it's just especially this part of the movie too because you just know more context it's like fuck I think is this where Jimmy starts to suspect him or not uh, yeah sort of I think he just is like he I think he just thinks that something is a bit off you know he's like mm. man I've I haven't seen Dave this much in the last like eight years. And, he, like, he knows about the hand as well. He's acting suspect. Like Larry Fishburne, because this is where they find out about the car, don't they? Yeah, they bring him in. Hmm. They bring him in. And, then, yeah, they're just the good, like, wire-type, like, procedural talk we talked about just before. Was it good cop, bad but, um, cop? I just love how, like, he's in the thing. He's like, you're the good cop. 
Give me yeah, a fucking- he's, he's really baller in this scene. It's just like, whoa, where is this coming from, man? Because he thought it all out. That's why. Where's uh, Where are you on that sprite? <laughs> but he'll also be playing the part to escape as well. Yeah. Mm. But um, no, I just love the part where he's like, goes to Kevin Bacon's character. Sean, isn't it? Yeah, Sean. And he's just like, uh, you're someone's bitch, aren't you, Sean? <laughs> yeah, checkmate. Like, what the Big fuck? Time. Yeah. He pretty much yeah, says like, all evidence is immiscible because my car was stolen. Yeah, like you- And they lied about that, didn't they? But did Larry Fishburne like drive it down the block or something or? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty so good. So, that's the thing. So, they towed, it out, they towed it out the front of his house, but they said it was stolen, which is how yeah. they got it. But then so, he was like, oh, okay. It was stolen then. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah, very so smart. good. Another sad scene. It's everything that Sean Penn goes through is always sad because he's like- The process of grieving, yeah. Like yeah, what you'd have to do. Tombstone. Yeah. And this is like when his arch mates come and they're fucking telling him- The like, savage boys. <laughs> the savage boys. Yeah, like- I don't know. I think me and Troy are on the same wavelength here. Like, they're not- They're not good. Like, value added. They look the part, but they don't act the <laughs> Over part. Over the top. Actually, I don't they look the that's part. That's that one Eastwood. guy- Also, <laughs> I don't even know who the fuck they are. Like, I know like I know one of their names is Val, and I think another one's name is Nick, but, like, pff, they don't, I don't know anything else about them. Mm. Uh, yeah, they should have got a different, like, set designer or whatever they call costume designer, because those sunglasses he's wearing yeah. are fucking insane. <laughs> they must be in style back in the 2000s, but <laughs> they look like shit. They're like they're like one solid like Cyclops would wear that shit. Double red. Yeah. <laughs> you mm. fucking Cyclops. No, but um. Two, yeah. Two steadies. So this must be two steadies. This must be baby. like two steadies. Yeah, exactly. Two steadies. They in the car. They got a. They got his car. As soon as he gets the gears turning, about like, oh, could he be a killer of my daughter? Like that's probably when it's too late for him to. Yeah, I, I, I feel like he just wants revenge. That's all he wants. He wants to. Yeah, no. I feel like as soon as he's on that path, he's just like, okay. We all know what happens next. <laughs> I think the next scene, they talk about the gun. They really beat you over the head with this gun talk. Yeah. So, did you expect the Death Mute Kid shorty? Because you haven't seen this before. Uh, I didn't ex- uh, suspect him, but I thought it was a random thing. I didn't think yeah, it was, like, there was any connection. Yeah. Which I think would have been better as well, shorty, hey? Yeah. Because, like, they yeah, say it was an accident. So, it's like, it could have literally you- been anyone. It didn't have to be that kid. Yeah. It's just too much as well. It has to be like the deaf mute kid of the person's you killed sons, blah blah blah. It's like yeah, I guess it's like all connected because it's like a small town and shit. But I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, I do like as I said before how they reveal information. But they pretty much tell you how a uh, Jimmy steals shit. He fucking did time. Um, like pretty much showing how he's a badass killer. But yeah, um, I mean yeah. it's sort of just like you know you don't find out everything about someone when you first meet them anyway. So it's sort of like a a good unraveling in that sense. Mm. Good, and this is where good exposition, right? What's her name? I want to get her name right because this is me save his her wife. Off. Yeah, so this <laughs> this is uh where Marcy Gay Harden, Celeste Boyle. This is like her Oscar bait scene, which I feel like should have been every scene at least with her. Bro, I don't know. She really kills it. This is what I'm saying, Tony. If you compare her with Al Pacino, like I really don't see her acting at all. Like what are you trying to say she's just mem. Well, like, so the thing with Al Pacino is, right, yeah. you see him on screen, he's memorizing. He's a presence. But you just, you see he's, he's like a performance. Mm-hmm. Like he's just bang, he's in your face and you love it. But her, she's like, it feels grounded. It feels real. real. I know. Just like feels like she's in the moment. I just really buy into what she says. I just don't feel like, oh, I'm sure what she's doing there. She's like, you know, hitting a certain beat a certain way. You can see like the, you know, actor making decisions. I feel like she's just in the, I don't know. As you said, the miss, Tony. You loved it from that, so. Mm. 
You fucking Did you hate her so much in that? <laughs> in this one, you just feel real bad for her. Do you hate her in this, though? No, I just feel bad. I, know, I, I expect if I killed someone, my girl wouldn't tell yeah, anyone. Any, any of your family should... Yeah, what, Shane was, well, what Shorty was saying, blood's thicker than water. Your family should have your back. They should, they, True. They no, should I said that was a bad bury moral. the body. Wait, what? That's right. And she did that. If she had that sort of mentality, Dave would be alive. Yeah. Fuck, it's so crazy. Like, but she was, this yeah, is definitely uh, character, character-driven, this yeah. story. So good. After the after the initial death, which is still done by characters with, with motives. Because it, it wasn't an accident, though. That's another thing, too. They said, oh, he's just laying down the road. Well, it's funny because we that, did used to do shit like that. I know, but like, uh, what's it called? When it's like God's hand. Providence. Like God is, divine intervention. Yeah, yeah what, divine intervention. That's what it must be because- the only person that would have like motive to kill him is that is that silent Ray Harris. That yeah, I know it's guy. funny because it's like I think they should have just chosen one. Make it a bit more premeditated. Actually, my wife yeah. says like, like an accident. She watched a movie like eight or ten years ago, like same as me, and she did say that she's like, oh, the, the mute kid did it right because he was jealous. That's what she thought. <laughs> like, like, yeah, halfway it's so the movie. shit though too. It should have just been one of them. The kids were fucked up. Yeah, it should have been that little teenager with braces. He got his nose broke. Oh, that little cunt. He was worse than Silent him yet, Ray. But he's- I hate him more than the fucking mute kid, man. He's probably the one planning all this Ooh, shit out. I think like, he convinced him. Yeah, 100%. Like, he was like the bad egg. Yeah. He was a uh, Jimmy- And like, he's, like he, he's the one that carries the gun. He has the gun all the time. Guaranteed. He would have found the no, gun and like, oh, let's use this The mute kid would have told him about the gun. They no, but he would have like, yeah, let's, let's use this thing. Maybe it was an accident when they scared her, but then I reckon it was that guy's decision, like, now nah, we have to kill her. We have to kill her now. We're going to be in trouble. Yeah. That's like, but you don't, the shit does snowball when you're a kid and you do make dumbass fucking shit. Well, we'll never go to, to murder. Well, I was for that one time. Yeah, that one time. <laughs> With Jai. Where's Jai again? <laughs> Let's take care of him. But yeah. We'll his back. Thanks, man. So pretty much, though, I think they worked it out. Sean Pan, or Jimmy. Didn't he send, like, end up sending like you know five hundred dollars a week? What didn't it end up to be like eighty grand or something? Yeah, so yeah. He ended up paying rich. expensive like, guilt. Fucking hell! He makes money. He makes bank. What did you say? Do you Laundry think Davey stole my Katie? Yeah, I do. Mm. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, and then you have like these. This is one other thing pissed me out. This is classic Scorsese shit. Go around the corner. Get the get the the coats. The coat. What is this? We, they they see Davey walking down the street. The Savage Boys yeah, ask him to get in the car. Like come for some beers. In the mirror, and when the when the car drives away, when he's in it, he looks out the back window. It's like from the start, like he knows his fate. Like, oh fuck, I'm yeah, fucked. That was a nice touch. Yeah, like the little details in this movie. It's like this is when like they got the two intertwining scenes, and then they get on the phone call, and they're like, "Wait, what is that?" She said, "She." How did you know it was a girl? She was in the the bushes or some yeah, shit. Yeah, they worked that out. And like Eureka, just a Eureka moment. Like when you find it, like, oh, this is like just a great feeling in movies, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah, it does make oh, it feel see. a bit uh, like a cosmic joke as well, that they had this evidence <laughs> and they could have used it, actually, but yes. like- well, the tape, Did you listen to the tape? Oh, I thought you listened to the tape. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, then they listened to it and they said, <laughs> like, like, oh, shit. shit. But, you know, right at this very moment. We already know that's like a sellout to us as well. Yeah. But no, um, it's just funny because they've gotten him drunk at the table and shit. Yo, oh, you're supposed to feel how worried. much are they drinking? I know, it's insane. I love how um, when Sean Penn walks in, they like box Tim Robbins in. Yeah, they're so he can't him. leave. Like, oh, but shit. the thing is, though, you're supposed to feel intimidation for Tim Robbins. But he's when he's there's a shot where he's like sitting there and going back and forth between the two goons, 
He looks way more badass than the other two dudes. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like way more. No, but he's like, killed he's a like man with his fist shape. What's going on? You know what I mean? Yeah, he, true. He's like he knows he, what he's capable of. You know, he's like six foot seven or something shorty as well. Tim, yeah, he's not six I mean, seven. Is he? even when he was hunched over in that booth, I was like, this guy's Bro. fucking massive. He's not he's six, a huge seven. dude. They're like, dude, he's massive. I'll tell you how tall he is right now. Oh yeah, I wish I can beat you to yeah, it. Look. Starting now, he's a full bio. My guess is six. He's five. six foot five. Oh, yeah. thank you. Not six seven. It's almost two meters. Anyway, <laughs> you're trying to intimidate this huge six foot five, bulking dude. It's intelligent as well. It's not working. But um, Tony, you notice how he enters? He's got the gloves on. Oh yes, I noticed that. Straight up. Like, he's there to kill him. It's so fucking And when crazy. does he- Like, doesn't he, want to hear- He knows he's fucked already, he's right? He's not there to hear. Davey, he's like, yeah, I'm dead. Um, I don't think so. I don't think he knows that. I think he's just, like, trusts his friend. But this is where- Which this is, is definitely the highlight of the movie for me, anyway. This, the, the, oh, hell yeah. When he's, like, Mate. on his knees and shit. This, the acting is top-notch, like, bouncing off each other. But, like, why are they, like- um, Why do they give him so much alcohol for? To make it- I reckon it's easier like, for everyone. Like, this just- It makes the process just, easier. Just, but is it just for him to tell the truth? It's kind of like it's like it's like a wake sort of thing, like getting drunk to ease the pain. But I do think it is about the truth. Like he wants him to yeah. just but tell at him. Least relax. What did he, was it that he forced a confession? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying too. Like it's a reason why coercion or cohesion, whatever you say it, coercion is illegal. Coher- yeah, yeah. The reason why it's illegal. You should watch because- um, the Central Park Five then, Shane. That TV show. Or yeah, when they see us, shorty. That one's really good. Yeah, when yeah. they see us, it's fucking- yeah, When they see us, that's what it's called, yeah. Fucked. Exactly. Well, this is pretty much what he's doing here, though. Yeah. Yeah, but this, when you watch life. when they see us, it's like even more- Even worse. Because it's in brutal. a fucking- Because they're really the leading them on. police station. <laughs> yeah. Whereas this is like- And like with violence as well, but also just with lies. Whereas Sean Penn is just anguished. Well, he did say, like, I'll let you live if you yeah. tell me what I want to hear. And like Tim Robbins has, oh, that's the thing. He's so he's so tragic. This character. Yeah, I know. It's actually like crazy because in this scene, even when I was thinking about the character, I was like, man, it must be really difficult to come up with something. Be like, oh yeah, I did it. And he's asking all these questions, and I'd be like, fuck, I thought you just wanted uh, me to say I did it. It's just like, why? Yeah. Why should we it? say you do it? I'm like, fuck off, man. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, it was a dream. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so sad. Like he had to tell him exactly what he wants to hear. He's like. He, Did you do it? He yes, very, I, I, I killed your daughter. Why? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he told you the truth. That's the worst part. Like he, and he actually feels relieved as he said, like, I killed him. Yeah. I killed a person who was raping someone. Like, he got it off his chest. Mm. So, he grew a bit and he's like, I wasn't ready to die. Like, I'm not ready yet. Oh. Yeah, well, I want to hold Celeste, he says. They like, hired the yeah. right guy because Tim Robbins, you're talking about how the mute guy has, like, a punchable face. He has like a lovable face. Yeah, huggable. huggable. Hug, hug the big guy. More like a pitiable face, face. Like I don't really want to hug him, but I want to be like, oh, someone should hug you. Not me though. And do you like how he used a knife? Why did he use like a gun the, then? The more intimate take, way. No, I no. think he wants to pay. Well, what's that movie when he's like- he Put him knife. out of misery. Isn't that off? <laughs> yeah, the Commando. Those ones with knife. Yeah. Make it nice and personal. So he obviously- yeah, Twist he, it, he, turn he, it, see, that, see the lights go out. Yes, so <laughs> that's what he wants to do. But then he puts him out of his misery. I think it's I think more cathartic, like, oh, Tony. It's my friend. Cathartic release as he's like releasing his anger into him in a weird hey, way. Hey, boss, his lips are still moving. Oh, yeah, pretty good. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, as you said before, so Shorty, you think this guy is a kid, obviously, in the car. Yeah. But was he paid to do it or like, or was he- It's still coercion. If, even if you're underage, it's still coercion. 
which is rape. That's why Tim Robbins says, did you know there are child prostitutes in Rome Basin? Yeah. Oh, so he was, just, he was doing a deep dive on it. I think maybe yeah, he was like just at a party. He, know, he just knows of it, Shane. He, and he's like, one night, yeah. like, you know what? I'm going to fucking I feel, no, I feel like this. after he killed the, the guy, he just went, he went down the rabbit hole of his, of his journey. That's why he why Because obviously he must have been a bit more level-headed. He did get married, did have a kid. So he can't be that nuts as he is here. I feel like this whole event really spiraled him out of control. Brought, brought it all back to the surface again. Yeah. To the, yeah. Fucking, to the mystic. <laughs> So crazy because I reckon he could have got better. That's another thing about this character. Yeah, he needed he needed help. Do you guys think that? You think yeah. there's any redemption, like Shawshank redemption for him? Well, he was going to prison because he killed a man. But they, yeah, I don't think was, so. I think what? a good lawyer. It was self defense. Good lawyer. Yeah, but it's not just out. like you know, justice is much more than what a lawyer can meet out. It's just like, well, what do you think is morally and socially acceptable? And I think people would expect this guy to go to prison, but they would feel sorry for him, so he wouldn't go to prison for very long. And that would be- No, but like, like just make- If you're a lawyer, shorty, so I was saying like, my client- Actually, you know, you hit the ball. No, you can say whatever That's you what want. You I mean, obviously, lawyers yeah. say whatever they want. Fucking watch any lawyer movie ever. But I'm saying, yeah, what I'm do people think to- is just? It would have been Tim Robbins going to if- prison for a time. No, if I was in the jury and I was told, old mate saved his kid from getting raped, I was like, okay, give him like a probation That's like thing. vigilante shit, Shane. You still got to prison for People are dumb like that. They'd, you like, just said you would do it, so you're the dumb one. <laughs> yeah, I know. So you're saying you're what dumb. Do you <laughs> I would let him off. So what's um? Is such a thing as called justified murder? Is no, only self defense. There's manslaughter, which is not justified, but yeah. otherwise self defense. Yeah. See, Tim Robbins can't say that because he busted. Oh, the car. knife wound, but <laughs> I punched probably punched Ooh. him out too much. No, it's there's got to be like. If he's incapacitated and you keep going, then actually the self-defense watch- thing doesn't count anymore. Yeah. Did you guys not watch Wild Things? I watch Wild Did- Things. That's yes. Right. A lot of murder goes on in that. A lot of people get away with it. <laughs> one they say something about, like, Everyone else no one died. cares about this two-bit, two-bit guy dying? Mm. The movie's less um, serious than this definitely one. Definitely on also. a tangent. <laughs> and, like, and we think the movie should end in the next scene where Ray, well, what's his name? Ray, Sh- Sean tells Sean Penn. Or Jimmy, yeah, that like, yeah, we found your daughter's killer. Actually, we didn't even talk about that scene. How the fuck? <laughs> yeah, he busts he, in and yeah, his brother yeah. kicks his the mute, the mute kid's ass and the racist kids. <laughs> his friend. We don't fucking, like this scene because I don't think it's. Does, do you think it robs from this scene, Shorty? I like, think so. Takes, yeah, it's like two climaxes. Yeah. What's shown like, first? I think this part, it could the- have just been a little bit less intense. Like I don't think. I didn't expect it, Tony? young Ray or whatever, young Harris, whatever his name is, to just like absolutely fuck that kid up. Yeah, kicky. Like, I thought kick there would the be nose. some sort of like emotional conclusion while the other one was no. like the, not action-y, but like dramatic conclusion, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like pick a story. Like is it about the kids or is it about the adults? Yeah. Like, I don't give a fuck about the kids, by the way. <laughs> it's the mystery, the though. Oscar the mystery's winners. getting solved. Well, then again, like, the mystery's always solved. We don't really need to. I know. You could just, like, just be like, okay, the cops come. I know. They're just trying to milk you for tension. It must be in the book, though. It must be pretty good in the book. What do you have? You have, it turns out, the two Oscar winners that year in the scene together, or you have three child actors, essentially, do, trying to, like, run a climax. Like, it's going to be totally different. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, yeah. isn't it? Well, yeah, you probably could have like, like yeah, it. changed that scene, cut the last two scenes, and had the film under two hours, and also cut yeah. the whole phone call thing. Did you cut that? <laughs> Definitely cut yeah, that. Yeah, the whole relationship over the phone. 
Is he going to feel guilt for the rest of his life over Davey, or do you think he'll get over it? I think he'll get over it. I think he's already over it, mate. Yeah, I think he's already over it. Do you feel like he, like, compartmentalized, fuck whatever that word is, and puts it away saying, now this is the wife's fault? Like, that's not my fault, that's the wife's fault. You reckon that's how he deals deals with it? Probably. But also, his own wife is just like, you did good. You have four hearts, baby. Let Mm. me (laughs) jack you off. Last time I saw Davey was 25 years ago. Yeah, that's it. Going down that street in that car. It was like, what? Mm. (laughs) I think the Sean Penn line where he was like, where he replies to Kevin Bacon because he's like, we found him. We found your daughter killers. Killers. I had to add the ending too because I do like the fact, I think they must have did it in post-production maybe, like maybe the test audience wanted a bit more because when he's sitting there going, fuck, I killed Davey, like he feels a bit remorse. I think you need that as the audience, that he does care a little bit about Davey. Yeah, but then it's just like- Completely overruled by fucking Laura Lee. I know, which is which makes it fun too, because you get like the twist that he's the king in quotations and she's the queen. But there, there was, was nothing about that in the entire daughter. movie. It was I know, I know, I know. But that's what I don't know. That's a good point. It's not earned that that aspect, but I don't know. It must be in the, must be real heavy in the book. Well, he's now the new kingpin, and you feel like, like you know, Kevin Bacon. Do you think like he has any power? And, like, is he going to try to get in the way of this new, like, uprising in crime? Or he's just homicide. He don't care. Or maybe he would care if dead bodies start showing up. I think you're I really... I don't know. I just don't think that he's going to be this new kingpin. I mean, do I. I think it's <laughs> heavily implied. No, I think she's just using the term king as, like, a descriptor. No, he's back. He's back doing crime. Why do you think he's... Why do you think there's a moment where they lock eyes and there's, like, a shooting gesture towards him? Because they both know and they haven't told <laughs> anyone. No, just like I think it just means like I got like I'm coming for you. I think the finger guns means that like I'm gonna find yeah, Davy's like, body. I feel it's more like just like watch what you do next. Like don't fuck around. Don't do what you I don't know your wife or what the fuck. I feel like he's definitely back on the criminal wagon. All right, for well, sure. whatever. Let's move on. Well, the scene in the movie. <laughs> but we Thank see <laughs> the the cement, the names the. Was it? Well, actually, we should talk Jimmy, about Sean how. And, and then we see the river yeah. one last time. We should t- we should talk about how Celeste. She's like walking up and down this like oh parade, yeah, looking around, trying to get her son's attention. That's all she has left she, now. He's fucking destroyed. Sucks to crazy. be Celeste. Like, she took a, for sure. Like she took a gamble, like trusting that Jimmy. No, she doesn't. Oof. It wasn't about trust. Well, Jimmy, I think Jimmy's known around town as a hard ass, and like don't don't get on his bad side. So maybe. She told him, like, maybe, you know, get a bit of acceptance and mercy towards her from Jimmy if he did if he did go out. I know, I'm trying to give her more of an excuse to why she betrayed her husband, but I feel like maybe she's just irredeemable and she got what she deserved, maybe. Whoa. No, I just think it's like, obviously, she's afraid of him. The guy's talking about fucking vampires and werewolves, mate. <laughs> she didn't feel safe. She didn't feel safe around her husband. Are you telling me that you're like, you are such the kid in the guest, Shane? Be like, oh, Mate. <laughs> that's okay that you murdered him. I hated him anyway. <laughs> but, like, I don't think, like, he was violent towards her. It was definitely threatening. Mm. Yeah, but I don't think he would- I don't think that was intentional. I don't think he was mean enough to threaten her at all. She, she, had a very, she had her gut feeling that she killed Katie, that he killed Katie. That was a gut feeling. So- Came home with blood on his hands, and that's enough. And he said, I fucked up. Yeah. And he, yeah, <laughs> and and he lied. It's just and like, just lies that's not time. a partnership, Shane. It's not a partnership. Mm. If you came home after killing well, a I'm dog- I'm just saying, Tony, 
Tony would Tony would be there for your partner, wouldn't you, Tony? Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, I would too, but it depends what they did. But I would still be there for them. Anyway, I, so that was um, Mystic River. Final thoughts, guys? Yeah, there's a lot to like about the movie. I like the story. I mean, well, no, I like how the story unfolded. And I think, you know, at least 50 to 80% of the actors did a really outstanding job. Um, I'm not really sure exactly why uh, it wasn't that enjoyable, though. Like, you know, when you just watch a movie, don't take notes and you go, oh, yeah, that was great. But then you do something like you take notes and you go, oh, that wasn't that great. This was like the opposite for me. I feel like this movie's oh, like a river more surface. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, <laughs> I feel like for like this movie is just for the performances, I feel like. Just for the actors. Stories yeah, it's, like a, it's like a burrito. Yeah. The story comes second. Like the performances are first and foremost, then the story, then the direction, and then everything else follows. Yeah. You can tell yeah. The reason why this movie wants to. That's what it feels like. So it just feels like just yeah, there needs something else there to make me go like, oh, okay, like I enjoyed this movie. But it was it was good. I don't think I'll ever watch it again, but it was good. So I loved I loved this movie. I'll definitely watch it again. I definitely I think I had low ex- expectations though. So it's probably helped me a lot. Mm. Right. I just went from my memory. I was like, first time I watched it, oh nah, this is like boring, like snooze fest. Don't well, know this why. is just I like such was- a star studded cast, including the director. So I was like, holy shit, like what the fuck is this movie gonna be? Yeah. Kevin Bacon. I don't know. He didn't really bring crazy ma- amount of this movie. I'm glad they had him over Michael Keaton, though. I don't know what the hell he would have brought to it. Maybe too much. I'm thinking. Kevin but Bacon. Least, be he more- just feels like I've had. A, I've got a real appreciation for him now after doing the podcast a bit more. He's just like one of the hardest working actors. Yeah, you know? clearly. Look at his filmography. <laughs> <laughs> He's but also everything. just like he does. Like he does a good job. Um, in all of his movies. And if he's not doing a good job, he's trying. He's trying. Oh, yeah. I don't think he ever gave a bad performance, even though you're dead. <laughs> dead. That could be like considered dead fucker. bad. Nice try, fucker. <laughs> yeah. Nice try, fucker. But um, at least he's having fun. And I, I don't know. He's never value subtracted anyway. Yeah. Like you won't, you won't see him like, on a shit because of him. Yeah. Just like Marcy Gay, which is a crazy name. I don't know why Marcy I keep forgetting Gay Hart. But no, but she was Harden? definitely a highlight of this film. Someone better give her an Oscar. She was, she was nominated but didn't win. Oh, good. When Aisha Wigger won it over her. All right, well, speaking of Oscar picks, Tony got an Oscar. I want to give it to Sean Penn, baby. <laughs> you can have two. <laughs> the same role. Back to back. Shall All right. We? I, I am going to give mine. it to Tim Robbins. <laughs> All right, good. Just because it's, I love Tim it Robbins. is really... Really good. And that last scene, I was just, yeah, it's just, it's hard. It must be hard to play someone who's like telling the truth, but not telling the truth. And like, you're weaving in all these things that this are like- This has to be- Just deep. What? One of the best performances we've done, like best scene out of two actors we've done in the podcast so far? Oh. What what rivals this scene with these two actors bouncing off each other? Pumpkinhead. And Ed Harley? <laughs> no, Ed Harley and the witch was pretty good. <laughs> I don't think so. What about the penguin? Yeah, Penguins we've quoted that. Heat. I'm talking about Penguin Highway. Wait, what? No, Jim Perry and the penguins. Oh, poppers. Oh, Pop- yeah. Poppers. Hey, tw- no, yeah. I, you, can't so, yeah cut out the, you can't cut out the intro now, mate. There's references. Actually, <laughs> well, uh, this movie, 
like my final thoughts, I've got to say, like, I wrote it down, I was like, it's a fucking very good movie. It's so close to great, but it's not. It doesn't reach that mark. You know what I mean? I reckon it's because that stupid side plot. Yeah, the, I think the there's, like, there's little things that you can edit out and cut cut around. And yeah. yeah, this is like a really good cheeseburger that someone has put like raw onions and a beetroot on. Yeah, like yeah, just so um, close to being beef. Good. So, so close to being great. Beef out. Just give Larry Fishburne and um, Kevin Bacon more to do. Oh, that's your Oscar out, pick. Those other kids. No, hell no. My Oscar <laughs> pick goes to the light, like lighting. Composi- like, yeah. Is that cinematography? Like composition. Is that, don't they cinematographer does that? Brighter. Yeah. So it must be the cinematographer yeah. that does that shit. But like obviously there's a department that does a lighting as well. Yeah, I know. But, but um, they, no. for his who, who was in charge of like the shadows and stuff? Mm. Especially towards like that final confrontation. Perfectly lit. I, I don't know. It's not, it doesn't show too much. It shows you like you're in a like dark area, but you also you can see a lot going on. I don't know. I think it was perfect. So that's my um, Oscar. All right, so we end the podcast the same way. We're free close to the next episode. Um, Tony knows the answer, Shorty. What? So you do. I, when I start going for the clues, you'll know. Is it Stand By so Me? So Shorty, no. Damn. So, th- so the first movie had a highway. This movie has a river. What do you do to add those two together? What would you call that? A flood. No. <laughs> a highway over a river. What would you call that? A bridge. Yes. So that's the first word of the movie, bridge. Bridge too far or something? Close. <laughs> it's a 2007 family fantasy movie. This actually could be coming of age. Oh, uh, Terabithia? And it's come of age. Bridge to Terabithia. Correct. <laughs> Do you like bridge that movie? Bridge to Terabithia. I've never seen it before. But oh, okay. I've, I've never seen great it either, things. So. Neither have I. Tony, first time watch. Oh, nice. So, we've got a bridge. A highway and a river. Let's see how Bridge of Terabithia goes. Which is the um, best yes. way to travel? Highway, river, bridge. No, highway over the bridge. So, a bridge, a highway bridge <laughs> over a river. All right. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway, so how would you guys end the movie? I'll go first. Um, so, pretty much same sort of ending, the big parades going on. But then Celeste, which is Tim Robbins' wife, she's up and down, so she's panicking. She goes up to Jimmy like, Jimmy, where's where's my husband? He's like, you know, like no, so you fucking know, fucking slut, whatever. And then she pulls out a gun and shoots him in the head. So Jimmy's dead. And he's like, oh, open over. She's like going around like like a psycho person, like spinning around. And she gets tackled. Then like fuck, anything goes around Mystic River, <laughs> and that's the end. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe what are you boys? <laughs> Do hanging. you think of these? <laughs> No, we don't Before. think of them. No, we don't. <laughs> no, I just, I just thought like um, that was that'd be good. Yeah, I very often forget about this segment, so I never think of them. But, um, <laughs> so, Shorty, you must like it then. What the ending? My ending, maybe. <laughs> no, it's crazy. Um, how would I end it? I right after the finger guns goes. Um, Larry Fishburne is like in a building with a walkie-talkie, and he says, "Move in," and then there's like a big. Um, Oh, hell yeah. Big police thing and Jimmy gets arrested. <laughs> move in. Neil, move in. <laughs> Tony? Uh, I think I don't know what the we fuck. see- No, shouldn't it be they drag in the river and they find Tim Robbins' body? Oh, yeah. No, it's like, that now, also now move in. You know what's crazy? I just, again, <laughs> watched an episode of The Wire and I thought this was in the movie because I watched this movie over three sessions. So, I watched like yeah. 
start of this movie. Which is probably the best way to digest it. Uh, I watched half an episode of The Wire, middle of this movie, the rest of the episode of The Wire, and then the end. And Dude, actually, in that up. one, it's the first episode and of season two. you wonder why you don't like it, Shorty. Jesus. Yeah, maybe. It's the first episode <laughs> like of season two, movie. and they're dredging the canal. Or they're arguing about dredging the canal. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> Ooh, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. This is season two you're talking about then. Just, yeah, episode one, yeah. Do you feel the dip yet? Yeah. The dip, the dip in the water. The dip in the river. Tony, how are you going to go, Tony? Come um, on. So, we this. see the deaf mute's brother. He's just like at home with his mum. Like, He's in jail. Def oh, no, Mute's that's brother. brother. My bad. What'd you say his name? I don't know. His name. Brendan, is it? Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, a- he goes to his mum, like, can't believe that shit happened. That's crazy. There's a knock on the door. It's just Ray. He's like, I'm not actually dead. I'm just sending you checks. Where's my other what? son? And he's like, he's in prison. Like, oh, no. And then, like, that's the end of the movie. Tony, that doesn't make any sense because we know he's dead. No, he lived. He survived. How he freaking threw him in the river? Yeah, but he can. Swim. He's also a mermaid now. Yeah, true. All right, Tony's ending sucked. Shorty's was better. No, because when when Jess Ray got no chucked into the water, he finds a treasure chest with a mask inside. Dun, 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 dun. And his dun, brother, dun, the dun, ghost dun. who plays basketball, helped him get out. <laughs> All right, so we'll see you next time on the bridge over the river onto the highway with Bridge of Terabithia. You guys want to sign off or something? Yeah, you, you didn't introduce us again. That's good. Yeah, because you guys were fucking. Is she in there? All over me. Is my daughter in there? Yeah. What was your What was your quote? I was I was trying to do a Boston accent. A Boston accent. Is my daughter in there? <laughs>